we were just about to kill the queen, right? We were just about to get swarmed by zombies and eaten. Yeah. Too long. That's not blaming you. That's blaming the world. Okay.
be cool if you could see other people's dice, because like I really like my dice, but can't really see other people's dice. You're telling me you can customize your dice? Yeah, in D and D, beyond you. Oh, that's cool. Mine's like whatever is uh, it comes with. I'm pretty sure Trey could show you. <laughs> Right, I heard go Beetlebug! Go, go Beetlebug! Queen! <laughs> yeah, let's see. I gotta zoom out on the map. Hang on. Alright, so the bad guys are up there. Um, up there. Are they? I'm gonna advance. Yeah. How much movement do I got these days? Oh, I, I don't remember. Use your mats. Oh. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I'm gonna run up on this guy. Rage and hit him. It's almost always on <laughs> accidentally. That's a rat. Um, and I get two attack. Oh, I gotta roll the table. Gain the same bonus when they're next to me. That's pretty cool. Um, alright. And then I'm just gonna hack at this guy. Right. There. Okay. So, I have no idea what we're gonna see. And... See those two rolls? Oh, wait, my bad. Ha, ha. Okay. It's been a minute since I played.
that guy looking of the mind flare glow. Do you need this to dry one moment? Okay. I can't do the dragon. Does it like get oh. on me? Or no? Nah? We see all the glowy stuff on her from where we're at. I have zero recollection of this. I think I might have been cooking. <laughs> I vaguely remember the don't don't kill it near uh downed downed friend. And is that just melee? Um, or is it for... Ick. Well, I'm feeling like I'm done. So, I'm gonna hang out. All right. Uh, I want to find a uh, dark spot, blend into um, this uh, purple area that seems to be centered on Briar. Is that like uh, she's carrying light? It's bright light, her little orb, and it's giving off uh, dim light from out to looks like 60 feet or so. So, uh, uh, would I be able to hide behind uh, this rock and be in the shadow 
All right. I want to do, let's see, 10, 30, 40. Oop, and I ran into a wall. I've collided with the wall again. Uh, there we go. Um, something about those things. All right. Well, uh, I'm going to cast, make sure I'm thinking of the distance correctly. Yes. Cast Hunter's Mark on the uh, one of these zombies here. Um, and then um, drawing a bow from my quiver, we'll shoot said. Said zombie, and um, we'll apply sharpshooter to that. There we go, and um, so then. Firing at, at the um, zombie. Uh, let's see. Nine, I'm guessing that's uh, kind of a weak hit. Okay, that's what I want to see. We're going to do that again to the guy behind him. Let's see, Dread Ambusher is just for the first try, right? Okay, doke. Well, I did that, and that blew him up. But uh, I will uh, use my bonus action to transfer Hunter's Mark to the next guy and shoot him. On the next one.
question. Uh, we got to add Hunter's Mark to it. Yep, go ahead. Mm -hmm. How can you be see them? Aren't they behind that rock? I'm, I'm seeing that I'm seeing them. I mean, that's just classic Javid, so. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, so additional two of damage from Hunter's Mark, and then I will uh, finish my move by um, stepping into the shadow. to kind of stand over here in the light. I want to kind of get a good view, so I'm, I want to be able to see everyone. I think that's a, a good place for it. And so do I see the zombies that Javid was just shooting at now? It looks like it. Alright, so I'm going to do Toll the Dead on the one that's not dead yet. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna stay where I am. I'm, I'm gonna take a defensive at, you know kind of position, but that's just for that's for just for flavor. So and let's get to my turn. And all right, I'm going to move up here to try to see things. And I'm going to shoot an arrow at that guy. All right. Well, insightful fighting first, yeah. and then I'm going to shoot at him. All right, he fails. That's all right. I uh, completely miss. Unfortunately, it does miss. Don't you have advantage or something? 
Uh, insightful fighting is when I can use my sneak attack damage against them. If I don't have advantage, steady aim is when I get advantage That's if I don't move. Yeah, unfortunately, the arrow just like ricochets off one of the the rocks, like right in front of his face. All right, zombie time. They come screeching out of their holes towards you guys, dashing, but they can't do anything else because they don't move very fast. Uh, one of them moves out of your reach, Briar, and past you towards Ezreal. Does she get an opportunity attack? She would get an opportunity attack. She would like. Sorry, I'm fighting a baby. He really wants the computer. Okay, yes, I would like an opportunity effect. Right. Attack. Blah. Go ahead and roll it. Hits roll damage. They just like squish him as he runs by. <laughs> it definitely cuts into his back. Um, I do need you to make another con save. This, this is the first time this one has been hit. You're able to avoid the effects again. He's going to get all the way up to Azrael. He's going to try to hit her. Which he misses. Another one sprints past you towards it. And I can hit him again? Nope. That's on the first one. This one How is Azrael more of a target than the thing with the giant? <laughs> <laughs> They see that you're partially dead too, and they're like, "Hey, that's cool. I want to go hang out with her." Uh, that's a good point. Yeah. It does hit you for six <laughs> bludgeoning damage. However, yes. Uh, it's just six bludgeoning damage, but the other ones are swarm all over, bro. And Briar with an AC of 17, if I'm correct. Let me just make sure. Yes. 
16, but I think that you have a plus one from the yeah. your rage. Um, mm -hmm. However, uh, one of the zombies does hit you for six bludgeoning damage, so it would be three for you. I have um, a plus one. Yeah, you said that for my rage. Yeah. Okay. So, um, uh, was it? so it would have been three, and then another one hits you for four, <laughs> but that just been two. That is the end of their turn. Onox, it's your turn. You can see this, like, swarm. Small swarm, I guess. There's only, I think, uh, what is that? Nine of them. Moving into the room. I'm going to run on the other side of Snow and then turn around and hit the one between me and Snow. All right. Sorry, did this one do damage to me? No, just ran up to you. He's kind of below you, actually, because you're on a ledge. Oh, got it. But he is, like, kind of scrabbling at your feet, trying to grab you. Uh, two-handed, of course. Oh, of course. <laughs> Total of ten. Dice. Well, he is not doing well. I need both of you, Snow and Onyx, to make con saves. Alright, you both kind of dart backwards and, and avoid the spray of the kind of acidic liquid. Alright, uh, is that the end of your turn? Uh, yeah, that does it for me. Demitari, it's your turn. I am gonna cast Firebolt on the one in front of Azriel. Maybe. That does hit. Holy crap, for 20 damage? Yeah. Nice. Which one are you attacking? The one that was... The one that had been opportunity attacked? Or the other one? Um, The one that's, like, well within my line of sight. I just marked it. Well, hold on. And he couldn't even save on it. Bump. All right. The firebolt explodes through the chest of the zombie, and it just collapses in front of you. Just incinerated pieces. Uh, Azrael, you need to make another concept. I got this. Oh yes, easy to avoid now that I know what to look for. <laughs> 
This is at the end of your turn, turn Dimitari. I don't know if you want to move for a better angle. So you guys are up on a little ledge, and this kind of area in the middle is, is down a little bit. No, I'm good where I'm at. There's no zombies here. <laughs> Fair enough. There's Mark. a shriek from further on in the passages. And you see four of the strange, skinny, scraggly, fast-moving zombies kind of dart out. They have these huge, long claws. They look much more desiccated and a lot more decayed than the ones that you are currently fighting. You said they're moving fast, not slow. Yep. One of them closes 35 feet up to Onyx's back and is going to make two attacks against little effect though one of them like scratches deep into your back uh, you take five slashing damage. another one's going to dash to get right there but that's the end of his move Another one's going to dash to get right there. And another one's dash to get right there. Briar, it's your turn. Hey, okay. I'm doing stuff. Hang up. Attack this guy for two. I'm wondering if their like bile stuff uh, affects each other. Um, from what you have seen, uh, it does not seem to affect the other ones. You've watched it spray on them, and it seems to have zero effect on them. Hit. Oh boy, did they. <laughs> so, yeah, go ahead and roll that. I believe so. Let me go back and right. 13 and 15. And the 14 is the uh, con save. Uh, okay. Uh, oh, okay. You're only attacking the one of them? Yeah, just one. Right. Unless it, like, it uh, really got him. It did not. It takes two hits to cleave, them, and there is a spray of the. But you. 
drop another one of the zombies dead. Is that the end of your turn? Yeah, I'm gonna hang out for a minute. Okay. Javid, it's your turn. Alright, and uh, from the uh, perspective of these, uh, I am in darkness, is that correct? Yes. Alright. Good, so... Uh, that uh, injured one, the old slow one, between um, Snow and Onyx, I'm going to uh, do that. And where? Come here. Uh, D and where did um sorry the the um beyond 20 thing is not showing me my um oh i'm on the wrong one never mind sorry here we go we'll use um sharpshooter and fire at that uh guy um uh, That hits. And uh, he died. If if he drops, then I'm going to transfer uh, Hunter's Mark to this uh, speedy little guy next to him and take my second shot against him. as well however he seems to still be standing he's fairly injured though uh snow i need you to make a constitution save or correction no sorry that's the only the small ones you're good Thank God. It it seems when you hit this yeah. one that it's more concentrated. The other ones are kind of like um, bloated and, and sickly from whatever magic has created the, them. And this one um, doesn't have the same status. So instead of rotten meat, it's more like jerky? It is tough, sinewy jerky for sure. 
So as the expert, well, I mean, I don't know, maybe Demetari is also a really good expert, but as the expert of like half dead, um, you know, which one seems to be like more, you know, human? Uh, The bloated ones that are like popping. Okay. That's it from, from my turn. Okay. That's real, Juju. All right, well, I'm going to kill this bloated one first, so I'll take out my sty and just stab it. All right. Uh... Man, they are not good at their undead thing today. <laughs> I've rolled like three fives in a row. You kill this one. T- All right. Well, then I'm going to turn and face the, uh, you know, beef jerky, and I'll use my bonus action to unarm strike it. That does it. When I punch it, can I feel bones at all? Yeah, it's got like, bone. It's got, okay. Ah, I see. Okay. Kind of looks like that, but they're like glowing. Got it. So basically a skeleton almost. Interesting. They're very skeletal, yes. Okay. Uh, That's the end of my turn. So now it's your turn. You hit. Okay. Are you using a range attack? Yeah. It will be a disadvantage because you have that guy within five feet of you. That's a great roll. You have advantage on it. Okay. That hits. 19 damage. Nice. Um, is that the end of your turn? Zombie turn. It's zombie time. Zombie time. Two of them on either side of you, Briar, are just whacking. Um, for uh, five and six damage, so that would be two and three for you, so a total of five. I was going to move up, and he's going to try to thump at Snow. Which hits for five. Um, 
those two are going to move up and try to hit at Azrael. One of them crits for six damage. That's it. <laughs> you had me scared for a moment. Yeah, he didn't roll very high. Lonox, it's your turn. Technical difficulties. Very well. Headphone issues, I guess. Can you hear me now? Yes. Yep. Alright, there we go. My headphones are being stupid. Alright, I'm gonna hit the guy directly in front of me. I'm also going to pump my fire rune into him. So he needs to make a strength saving throw. What's the DC? 13. He is pretty strong. He shrugs it off. That was 9 damage. Uh, plus another eight fire damage. Nice. He is injured, but otherwise still standing. Is that the end of your turn? Yeah, that's, that's the end of my turn. Demetari, it is your turn. So from what I understand, the big bulging guys also explode and cause damage to my buds. Uh, they do not explode. So the little, like the, you know, fat-ish regular zombies, um, when you hit them the first time, they seem to, you know, spray and potentially blind people around them. Um, or poison them, I should say. But the fast-moving ones do not do that. They're just fast, so that's why they're dangerous. Um, okay, well, if it's not broke, I'm not going to fix it. I'm going to cast Firebolt at that one. I don't know if you can see my token. It kind of blends in. I can see your little click. Yeah. That hits. Roll damage. I think it doubled for some reason. Oh, no. Okay, just on my end. Um... All right. All right, your firebolt strikes him in the chest and he just like collapses in a heap on the stair. Um, 
and as a wait so the way the map set up in theory could i mean i can move there and it's fine right like go down that way you have to watch out for this one that's in front of him i mean you pretty much have to move through there and there are two zombies so yeah i'm not worried about that i just want to make sure i can okay um i'm going to cast a Shardalon's Stride as my bonus action. Um, but first, I would like to move here. So that's 15 of my movement. And then once I cast Shardalon's Stride, which is going to deal 1d6 of damage to everyone I come in contact with, um, I'm going to go ahead and go this way. Right? Okay. And then I am going to finish my other movement by running another 15 feet this way. Oops, that's a wall. <laughs> okay, I keep colliding with walls. You do look like you're trying to walk over the... There's like fallen pillars in the middle of the room. Oh, okay. There we go. That'll work. We'll do that. Um, so let me see. Alright, so they take five damage. Everyone I basically was it within five feet of. That is an amazing thing. I right? Never like heard of a Shardalon <laughs> stride just walked past and burned everybody up. Mm-hmm. It it's like Keeley's with fire. Oops. Um everyone. But yeah, you, I didn't you torch the four zombies that you run past. I'm done now. Uh, zombie turn. Alright, one of them's gonna make two attacks at. And not hit. The other one, one of them is going to make two attacks at. Ana. Uh, one of those does hit for six slashing damage. And the other one is going to move, and then he is going to attack. Uh, and even with advantage, one of them does connect for 11 slashing damage. He hits his buddy. Oof. Really? Yeah, it's Cloud Rune. I can, anybody that is, if I get anybody that's hit within 30 feet of me with an attack roll, I can just make them hit anything else within 30 feet of me. Yikes. Alright. <laughs> well, his claw seems to pass right over your shoulder and, like, slice through the other one, dealing 11 damage to him. And the other one looks like he is near death. Um, that's the end of their turn. Briar's your flank. 
Two zombies. Alright, I'm gonna whack it. I'm gonna whack this guy. Alright, go for it. Yep. Nice. Well, go ahead and roll damage, and one of those is a crit. Oh yeah. I still roll damage if it's a crit. Yep. Yeah. Don't forget, you can just click the other button, and it will just roll the attack and the damage, so it'll all automatically do the crit. There's a button for attack and damage? Yeah. So, you'll see, like, um, next to actions, like, it'll have a little image of, like, kind of what it is. You just click that, and a dice shows up next to it. Uh, but, uh, so for my battle axe, um, I don't use it for slashing. I, I don't use it for one-handed, I use it for two-handed. Okay. So I don't really know how to change that. Um, I see... It's, uh, D12 for two-handed? Yep. Um, it says D8 uh, for uh, one-handed and then D10 for two-handed. Oh, okay. Is it D10? Yeah, that's what it says. D10 plus five. Uh, I see the first one, so the first one would have four, ten damage, or no, the first one was six. and then go ahead and roll on the second Okay. And then, uh, just... Go ahead and roll it again so I can see another d10. Just roll another d10. Oh, well, dang, sorry. That doesn't matter. Alright, so that would have been 17 damage for the second. Which is enough to finish him. Nice. And then the constitution save. Yeah. I'm gonna be covered in this icky stuff. There's another spray of it as you just cleave yeah, it in half. We're gonna have to hose you off later. <laughs> yeah, man, we really are. <laughs> Officially a different color now. <laughs> Am I glowing golden? It's kind of nice. Mm, we'll keep pretty. It. Probably smells fucking terrible though. Oh yeah, burn the nose. Your nostril hairs are curling. I mean, to be honest though, I, I don't think Briar is super sensitive to smells. No, that's true. I don't think um, okay, and I think that's the end There's of the turn. Inured. Two meters return. Alright. Um, so the, uh, this one here's uh, standing next to Onox. I'm going to fire at him. That hit. 
And... And he is dead. Uh, then I will use my uh, bonus action to transfer Hunter's Mark to this guy on the other side of Onox and shoot at him. And adding a hunter's mark. That hits. Damage uh, on that. Sold. All right. Good try, though. Ah, heck. Darn it. Uh, well, I'm okay with that. They're dead. So I'm just going to stay right where I am. On Onox, you watch as like the two of them that were like surrounding you and slashing at you just like thum, thum, just collapse next to you. Yeah, you hear a whistling from the arc. Plink. Plink. Uh all right. Azrael, it's your Jill's going to scream out, I am not one of you! And she does her Kai release. <laughs> <laughs> Which will hit the three in front of her. That's great. Let's see, if they had thought you were one of them, sneak in uh, amongst them and surprise them. But... It he does not smell, so that that's kind of the dead giveaway there. Right, yeah, and and doesn't look like jerky. Doesn't look like a, a sleep jam. And she's also not very bloated. Hold on, you said it was a dead giveaway? Oh. <laughs> Alright, is that for... The three in front of her, because it's every everything adjacent to her. It doesn't... Basically. If they save, there's no health Oh, if damage. they save, they don't take any damage. Uh. Oof. Um, that is radiant damage. Yes. You note that when the radiant energy, like, strikes them, it seems to have very little effect. Interesting. Uh, one of them is slightly burned. So one of them would take four. That's unusual, right, for undead? Uh, yes, it is, yeah. Their veins are liquid sun. Is that the end of your yeah, that's her. Actually, no, I think I'll actually use a do my bonus action, use a key point to do patient defense. Okay. 
Snow, it's your turn. Alright, well, I'm gonna use a bonus action to disengage and move back. Now I'm gonna shoot an arrow at this guy on the stairs. Okay. You said you were gonna disengage. Unless I can move without invoking an opportunity attack from that guy that's I mean, getting cornered to me. You, that you could not move without invoking an opportunity attack. I mean, you know that they don't hit very hard, so if you wanted to... Fine, let's do that. Okay. He's going to try to... He misses. He just kind of like <laughs> slams his, his fists into the ground where you had been standing. He's just kind of, you know... Patiently step right. back and sight on him. Now I'm gonna do bonus action to insightful fighting. Okay. Does that work on every? Oh, it doesn't matter. He rolled a, a two. That's fine. Oh, there he goes. Gross. <laughs> wow! What the fuck? There you go, 42 damage. Is he dead? I think so. And he didn't get to spray on a... <laughs> yeah, it just, it, you just like kind of step back, draw your arrow, and just like right into his face, and his head just <laughs> explodes, and he just... Like a bloated corpse. And parts of his body just like kind of like blow off just because he got hit so hard. That yeah, like the angle like goes through his face and like into his like upper spine and just like <laughs> shreds him. The arrow goes all the way out the back. You know, Demitari's back there and she sees this like arrow go. <laughs> Limbs go. <laughs> yeah, he just explodes. It's like popping the top off a can that someone just shook. Oh, just... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, picturing his geyser out out of the neck. That will be the end of my turn. Up, and they are flanking, so they have straight. Which doesn't matter, they miss. <laughs> um, they're not good. Good at this stuff. The other one's gonna hit Brock. <laughs> and he misses too. Oh man, and... Trey, you called it. It is your turn. There are only there are four zombies remaining. So there are the three around Azrael, and then there's one on the other side of. I'm gonna flank with the the scrawny one around Azrael. Nice. All right.
that hits, yep. Seven damage. That's all I got. Firebolt. I don't know why you say it like that. It's been pretty effective so far. I know. It just feels like I'm a one-trick pony right now. Like, how do you know a wizard's out of spell slots? <laughs> I mean, fire is your thing. You should just mm. accept it. Oh, and firebolt is not to be sneezed at. Fair enough. All right. It's... You know, there's lots of people who can't even cast firebolt. That hit. Which yeah, one are you attacking? Like, that fast cartoon run where you light everything on fire as you go. It's pretty dope. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of fun. Um, to the right of Azrael. Okay. He is still standing, but just barely. The zombie is going to attempt to attack. I have patient defense on. That is true. And he just really misses. He's got a six and a seven. All right. Uh, he's the last one standing. Briar. There's one zombie left in front of me. And I'm gonna hit him. <laughs> Talk about one trick pony. Just, uh, just smacking heads. It worked. <laughs> oh, and you crit him again. Ha! And that 11 does hit, so roll. So that's gonna be, I think, 3d10 plus your modifiers. So what is that? Plus 10, I think. That's a lot of damage. Yeah, he gets pushed. And then the constitution saved for him. That's true. <laughs> 29 damage. Hell yeah. <laughs> and he did. He died. He's dead. He's super dead. He died. <laughs> yeah, you just split another one. In. Yeah, dude, I'm just covered in this shit now. So we're out of initiative? Uh, nope, there are nope. already zombies left. Yeah, oh, they're all, they're all around Azriel. Oh, okay. Well then, now since he's dead, I will move to you. Right there. Alright. And when I get the chance, I'm gonna smack this guy. You wanna move down one more? You would be flanking. Okay. Uh, well, she couldn't move. There's a zombie right there. Yeah. Well, no, she can. Oh, she can't skitter along the wall there? Not really. Okay. Not everybody can walk up walls, Asriel. <laughs> As well, the ceilings here are not super high. You know, they're just high enough, you know, maybe 10 feet. Like, she could, I guess, get over him if she really wanted to, but... 
you know, only because she's small. But I don't think anybody else could. I mean, technically, she does fly, so. Correct. So I guess she could fly over him. But, no. Uh. All right, Javita. All right. Um. Boy. Well, uh, this guy looks like a likely target. We're going to um, go ahead and transfer uh, Hunter's Mark to that one. Which one? Hmm? This one? Okay. And... And I'll uh, fire, and uh, let's see, stepping out of the darkness because of Beetlebug's light. All right. That does it. And he's dead. All right, and I'll... Um, Use my second one for um, the guy on the other side of Azrael. Okay. Uh, he said to. There is now one of the skinny zombies remaining. And uh, that'll be my turn. Azrael, it is your turn. You're flanking with him. He's injured, but still just eyeing you up and down, ready to slash again. Oh, he, he's going to die. I just take my sigh and just, you know, kind of try to, try to do similar to what Snow did and just put it through the top of his head. All right. You have advantage. Don't forget that. Just in case you would crit. All right. Nope, no crit. All right, so. So just seven, damn. He dead? He is not dead. He is still standing. Those bones are are pointy. You damage him, but he's still like snarling, and and like his uh, claws are just getting ready to swipe in at you. Yeah. Actually, no, never mind. Sorry, I have an arm. Okay. That also. Still so, standing. Are you doing two of them? Well, I was doing oh, it because I have advantage because I didn't change it. I'm sorry. But just seven. Seven damage. It, you hit him. You like, can you hear the bones kind of crunch underneath your blow, but he's still alive. That would make it Snow's turn.
Is he dead? Yep. With that, the last of the creatures falls dead in this chamber. You can just uh, imagine, like, Azrael is, like, trying to just, like, stab and hit him, and then Snow's just, like, sniper, just dead. Yeah. Eh, be done with this. He just, like, falls to the side right in front of you, and you're just looking down on him. Arrow sticking out of his neck. Right, right in the middle of the next stab. Yeah, you're like, oh, alright. Okay. Oh, sorry, were you, were you not done with him? <laughs> take a break. I'm going to check on the dogs because they are outside and unattended, uh, but we'll be right back. Okay. All right.
Congrats. Good luck. So hopefully, <laughs> you know, barring like anything terrible, hopefully. It's a, a tiny, it's not really tiny. It's a cute little atomic ranch is what they're called. It's from the fifties. <laughs> it looks like the house from the beginning of uh, Fallout 4. Uh, it's really cute. Does it have a bomb shelter too? Uh, it's uh, right next to the mall in Pensacola. I don't remember what you all were in Pensacola for a while there, but that's gonna good have good resale value. Nine mile. It's uh pretty dang close to that. Okay, I'm excited. How's Chris? Good. Sorry, I I met Chris. <laughs> <laughs> the other Chris. <laughs> the one that's currently in Guam. Damn. That bad, apparently. I don't know if y'all replied to me. I wasn't letting me hear you talking. I saw like your mouth moving, but I wasn't sure. I was asking you how your husband was. Oh yeah, he's okay. He's um in Guam. He's actually pretty bummed, but he might get to come home for a little bit. So That's cool. cool. Yeah, he's trying to. Uh, this little guy who's passed out in front of me is nearly one year old, so he's hoping to come to his birthday. That's crazy. Yeah, dude. This little guy's the happiest little baby. He's snoring. I don't know if you can hear it, but it's cute. Well, hopefully he can make it to that. Yeah, I'm super That would be nice. Yeah, they're talking about letting him have leave for like 10 days. So, maybe. That'd be cool. Is your house is east or west 9 Mile Road? Mm, it's literally uh, a block behind... Um, uh, Sacred Heart Hospital. So I don't know which one that is. It's technically off of Brent. There's, uh, it's on Pine Road, like a little neighborhood off of Brent Lane, Bayou Boulevard area. Like, when you are turning out of that neighborhood, just up the road to the left is Mellow Mushroom and that movie theater and stuff. Yeah. So super close up that way. Alright. I did have to go check to make sure the little dog hadn't run away because he loves doing that. Um, so. You know you love him, right? You always talk so much shit about him. <laughs> oh, you're thinking of the Corgi. We have a new little dog. Oh, you have a new one. Okay. Who, like, the Corgi, you know, he sucked. But this little dog, he loves committing <laughs> crimes. <laughs> He loves uh, doing poos in the house when he doesn't have to. Uh, apparently, he was, like, according to the vet, he was potty trained. But I guess he has separation anxiety. And so he will leave poos right in front of the door as soon as anyone leaves. Like, literally five minutes later, he'll poo in front of the door. <laughs> it's very... Because when you open the door, yeah. like... <laughs> you know, you get this, like, sweep of poo. Smears. 
Yeah, and then yeah. He, he has, within the last month or so, figured out that he can just jump over the fence and run away. And he's probably done it ten times. Oh no. Have you seen those coyote rollers? You should definitely get some coyote rollers. Well, unfortunately the fence is quite low. You know, it's just like a regular oh. fence. It only stops dogs who just don't want to run away. You know? How do you pick these dogs? I didn't pick this dog. It's my roommates. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's always like you pick the worst dogs. Not you, but, you know, you guys. Y'all just gotta run them until they're he, super freaking tired. He is a very affectionate dog. Oh, you can run him for miles. But he was hiding in the basement, so I found him. Um, you guys have just finished cleaning up the last zombies, their little piles of meat and bones lie strewn upon the stone floor in front of you. And the the uh, the glowing ick uh, puddles of that stuff is that are they still glowing or do they stop glowing or? Um, it kind of fades, but it definitely persists. You know, they kind of have this um, bioluminescence to them to a certain degree. Hmm. I'd like to go investigate it, and I, I'm curious if it if I get any feelings about it, um, if it reminds me of similar types of things that are running through my own blood. Mm. Um, you can give me either a medicine or an arcana check. Or maybe religion, but that one would be pretty hard. I'll go over to her and be like, check me out, I'm glowing. Who was wanting to decorate the houses when we moved in? Because if we if we roll them up into a ball and hang them from the ceiling, we um, could have a great like, time. Like a uh, you know, I, I understand wanting individuality, but you still have to get along with your neighbors. Well, I was thinking we could take him and do like a sponge kind of deal like but i mean that would be such a good conversation starter <laughs> ain't nobody having a conversation with you on that <laughs> how'd you get the walls to glow like that yeah but imagine it's if like... the hand still worked a little bit that'd make an amazing hat rack how it's just like kind of there and then you just like put your coat or your hat on it and it grabs it for you Ooh, and i wonder yeah if the nerves were still active that would be pretty dope <laughs> no okay well can i at least bottle some up and use it to for for my matte paints you know what if i want glowy stuff Accent the map. Let, let me see I if I can figure out what it is first. That, 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 that wouldn't really be archival quality. Um, it's a little acidic, yeah. Uh, oh, so you cannot specifically tell what it is. It kind of smells like um, something between like honey and flowers it is very like a sweet fragrant smell to it and it smells good i'm not gonna wash this off it does smell good yeah and uh, i'm just gonna stay covered it's fine oh we're all basically covered in this stuff now um you have a little bit on you you know not 
The nature of this stuff, when we get it on us, we, you know, could, could burn as a keep, keep on staying, like. It only lasts uh, for a minute when you get it on you. Ah. All right, it doesn't seem dangerous. Except when you get it on you. Well, not anymore. It's, it's, it's no longer... It's no longer dangerous now. Can I check this? I put my finger in it. Go ahead. Uh, I was gonna check to see if I'd seen anything like that before. Uh, you can make an Arcana or a Medicine check. Can I? Can I taste it? Like a little pinky. Like, it smells like honey. Mm-hmm. Sure. Like, a little dab on my pinky. Lick it. It tastes very sweet. Um, Diabetes. And yet, I'm the weirdo. You get this, like... <laughs> <laughs> There's a tingle on your tongue that is um, very close to kind of a similar tingle that you get when you cast a spell. It's, I thought you were going to say a tingle like eating pineapple. No, you're not allergic to it. But yes, there is a, a faint, you know, it only lasts for just a moment and then it's gone but it does kind of remind you of what it's like to cast a spell. Interesting. Hmm. What are you guys doing now? So can I see... See if I can smell that sweetness. Like, is there any direction that it's coming from? Does it have an intent, like, daring down any of the tunnels? Um. Yeah, like, like trying to uh, uh, smell a hive. You know, how hives have that uh, funky, sweet, musty. Like, I know they came down the three different tunnels, but is it more intense down one of them compared to the others? Uh, yeah, I'm looking around as well down the down the uh, the tunnels to see the directions they came and what we can see down those ways. Go ahead and give me a survival check. I did roll a 19, I believe, on my Arcana. Um, you do not recognize it. Um, this is not anything you've ever seen before. It's uh, very unique. You, you could probably tell that it is 
obviously magical in some way, but it is unclear of the sort. Uh, Asriel, as you and Javid are kind of poking your way around each of the tunnels that they came from, uh, you can tell that one of the tunnels, it doesn't necessarily smell sweeter in that direction. You know, you're not able to track it down as you would a beehive. Uh, but you can definitely tell that this is a path that is traversed a little bit more often, you know. There's not quite as much dirt and debris in, like, the center of it, and, and some of it's been cleared away, and, like, the cobwebs aren't as thick in this area. Which one is it? Uh, the top right. So that's the direction that um, we're all all uh, gathered around in, in the uh, sort of a, a uh, pit or lower area, and there's uh, then steps leading up and to the left from there. Yes, kind of in that direction. How many arrows was I able to recover? Could I tell um, what these creatures originally were, or possibly how long they've been dead for? Sure, yeah, make a medicine check. Um, you can tell that these creatures are a variety of, of things. Um, humans, elves, mostly. A few other things kind of tucked in there. Um, what you can tell is, it's not necessarily that you can tell, but that whatever has created them in this, like, form ha has done something to them to where the, the normal rates of decomposition do not apply. You know, you can't tell how long they have been like this or how long it took for them to get like this. They are very distinct from your average, you know, zombie. With my historical knowledge, um, when I enter a room or dungeon, can correctly ascertain the original purpose to determine its builders. I think it's fairly obvious who the builders were. Uh, I've been able to kind of figure out, like, if it's the standard burial chamber based on what I know and like where things would be kind of located based on other sites. You can tell that this um, are, is most likely the remains of some kind of dwarven uh, military outpost of some kind. Um, there are... So not like a burial like site, but more so correct. an outpost. Yep, something like that. Um, this might have been one of the, the central uh, chambers leading toward the exit. And then based on, like, that kind of 
layout and typically usually they're pretty much similar in layout so i'd be able to kind of figure out directions and like since they came from three different ways like what would be at the end of those ways um you would know that that probably this direction the one that leads deeper into it uh pretty much just leads towards more chambers within the fortress so you might have living quarters or or other things of, of that sort like offices and, and whatnot associated with a, a dwarven tomb um you could tell this one's pretty old it is uh, a very very old style of dwarven tomb um potentially pre-calamity So sorry, which one's going deeper? Is that the one that they're... Yes, the one that around? they are poking around it and, and they have determined is the way forward. Sweet. Well, if, if um, we're through with the um, medical examinations and so forth, I uh, propose we... Uh, keep going uh, further in and see if we can find out who's um, causing these zombies and who the the, uh, the poor uh, refugees are being sacrificed to or on behalf of. Yeah, just as a note, while everybody's like doing their medical examinations and everything, I'm stacking bodies in like a corner, like I'm trying to get them out of the open. Like is swirling it? them away in the in the alcoves and stuff. Okay. <laughs> well, Please tell no me you're... There's no cliffs to eat them off of, so. Dude, you're like the neatest murderer hobo. In the yeah, world. I feel like this is like a compulsion course. Maybe we need to address it. <laughs> Murder if they were already dead. Yeah, it's true. But yeah, you're. you're well, there's there's corpse abuse, and then there's. <laughs> But uh, speaking of which, uh, does anybody feel like they could use some um, uh, cure wounds? I can lay on hands a time or two. Um, I mean, down you got, 12. You got it might bit. be better to save it in case somebody goes down. All right. That strategic that is. I really hope right, Onox is on. sneaking some of that body honey as he's sticking, like putting them in the pile. Mmm, <laughs> body honey. Mmm. Sounds all kinds of wrong. <laughs> All right, I wasn't thinking that. <laughs> you guys just look over. I've got like an elbow and I'm just like holding his arm up, like draining it. Keepers. Uh, do cats get sugar highs? For meat, maybe. All right. 
You guys, uh, are you pressing on now that you have spent some time investigating the body? Yep. Yes, we're pressing on. Are you guys being stealthy? What is your marching order? Uh, I think I should uh, go out front and uh, since I, I can see pretty well in the dark and uh, pretty quietly. Do you think we should try to be stealthy? So maybe we should have, um, you know, maybe some separation. I mean, maybe you can do your bird calls and stuff, but because um, I don't. If you want to be quiet, we can do pass without trace. Well, Briar has a light though. That's what I like. We can be quiet, but she has, you know, a big shiny bright light that we probably don't want to dim. So like, maybe if you go out right, ahead, okay. at least sixty feet or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna well, go with Javid. Well, we can have Briar douse her light, and I can uncap one of my eyeballs, which is very a lot less light. Would give us more. I'm sorry, what? You have your a big, orb. shiny, bright orb tied to your backpack. Pauldron. You're just the bright, shiny star of the group. The capped eyeballs. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. My, I have the Minotaur skull mounted on my left shoulder. And his eyeballs are glowing orbs. They're like How far is the fire. distance on that? Is it? We said it was like a hooded lantern, right? Is that what we said? For the drift globe. No, her. For your eyeballs. For the eyeballs. How much light do the eyeballs give off? Uh, I'm looking at it. So the spell was continual flame. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. I don't remember how much light that gives off. Uh, equivalent to a torch. So I guess it'd be about the same. Yeah. No. I think hers is 30-30. A torch is 20-20. Let me make sure. How much light does my orb shine? Let me check. It's uh, 30 feet of bright and 30 more of dim, yes? Yeah, because she has the crack drift globe the crack drift globe is light uh, which is also 2020 so i was wrong oh uh yep so yes they are identical is there any way we like i mean i've got my kilt and everything like is there any do we have any like silk that we could like toss on it to like dim it to allow the non-night seers to see like what's directly around us but not douse the light just I got like a hooded trying lantern to, trying to drop it to like a 10-10 type situation yeah, throw, throw a, a hanky over it or something yeah like so you said you have a hooded lantern lantern yeah Yeah, I can turn off the light if need be. Yeah, so if you put the hood on, it's only a five-foot light radius. Yeah, let's do that. that. And then we can use pass without a trace. All right. Go down the light. 
So and plus it's plus eleven mm -hmm. for path uh, trace, right? Plus ten. I it was ten. Oh, 10. Um, who's the non Dark Seers? I know it's Briar and I think Dimitari. Yep. Yeah. So give one of them the hooded lantern and the rest of us are good in the dark. Well, Briar. Yeah, I can carry it and we can stick together. Well, I was thinking. Right. Yeah, still have uh, your gather around and I'll cast Pass Without a Trace on us. Yeah, I do. Do you want me to have you lead me like we, we've done? Yeah, sure, that'll work. But I was wondering if you had your critter. Does does your critter have dark vision? He does. I mean, he could lead us, really. I could just hold on to you and you could look through his eyes. It'd be yeah. safe for you guys to have some kind of light, though, just in case. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, I'll take the thing, then. Well, I still like that idea. I can um, have him go ahead. Did you just get a a 39 on your stealth checks now? No, the 29 it automatically has plus 10. Okay. What? No, it's it's not adding the plus 10. Oh yeah, sorry. No, 39 to stealth. Fuck you. I don't even think it's possible to have a passive perception that high. Hold on, I gotta go see what's going on. The dogs are barking. I have to tell you guys a story knight. about passive perception. So Christopher went fishing uh, the day before yesterday, and he was in the water, and uh, he saw a shark ahead of him. He was like, "Huh?" And he glanced behind him, and <laughs> fucking two sharks coming up on him. <laughs> so he whacked one with the fishing oh. pole, and he kicked the other <laughs> one, and I swear away. <laughs> wow. <laughs> this is the highest fucking passive perception I've ever heard of. <laughs> he was well, just like, hey, "Better check behind me." <laughs> The fuck? Wow. Yeah. Yeah, man. What what kind of sharks were they? He said they were coral sharks or like the little the little reef sharks. Okay. Hmm. Right? Yeah. I was like, you actually kicked it? He's like, yeah, babe, they're coming straight at me. I was like, oh. <laughs> Alright. Alright. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, I thought that was my sharing. Uh who's stealthing? I see Snow, Javid, and Azrael. Oh, I suppose I'm stealthing. So we got 39, 33, 22, 25, and 17. <laughs> Who are we missing? Demetari? Yeah, I'm refreshing. I did click on it, but I guess it didn't go through. Oh, I see. You got a... I see you have a 17 also. Okay. <laughs> you begin... Winding your way through the passages. Uh, I believe Snow and Javid are in the front. Mm -hmm. uh, the rest of you bringing up the rear. I'll be in the very back, just kind of watching and paying attention to make sure nobody sneaks up on us. Alright. 
and Onyx, you don't have the light out, do you? Do you guys have any light, I guess is my question. Yeah, we decided on the five-foot hooded lantern okay. that Briar's holding. Got it. You round a few corners, going deeper, down some steps. You begin to note these, like, roots growing out of the stone and back down into the ground here and there. Uh, dangling tendrils of it sprouting from the ceiling as it has shoved its way through the dwarven stone. Some of the walls are kind of, like, warped and pressed in on you as though the, the place has collapsed and... Uh, been damaged. Eventually, after about 20-25 minutes of, of this kind of slow travel, Javid and Snow, you round a corner and kind of swaying in the darkness. About 30 or so feet in front of you, you spot uh, three zombies blocking the passage in front of you. There are a few other passageways off to your right or left, but they end in uh, collapsed tunnels. The only way is through these zombies. Beyond them, you can see that the cavern opens up. Uh, Javid. As well, uh, you can see the rear of it. There is a small pool dotted with stones in it. And on the furthest wall, this, like, thick root going through the ceiling and down into the water. I will put my head up next to uh, Snow and say, you think if we uh, knock these three out, we can do it without uh, hurting any, anything else? We can try. With that, knock my bow. Let's... Uh, Let's give it a try. All right. I need you guys to roll for initiative. I see more than three zombies. Okay, fine. There's five of them. Technically, I didn't draw the walls well enough. You guys shouldn't be able to see those other two. Okay. I love the fact that the water like actually like ripples on these maps. These maps are awesome, Liam. Yeah, yeah, the animations are really good. Yeah, the wafting uh, cobwebs in the other one. All right. I don't see Javid or Onox. Uh, yeah, Javid, Onox. Mm. 
Só me enseñar. Did he leave? No, he's still here. Still having headphone issues. And I quote, I don't know what's going on with my fucking headphones today. Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Now I can hear you again. Roll, roll for initiative. It is uh, Javid. Um, so you guys have surprised them. They do not know you are there. Um, so we can go through all of your actions, and then, then at the end of the round, it will be their turn. All right. I will use sharpshooter. And fire at one, and then uh, let's see, we get a um, that misses dread foo. Well, we'll try another. Your arrow phew, sails into the darkness. Demetri, did you say you were out of spells? That one does hit. I... I was over-exaggerating. I'm not completely out. Okay. And, um... He's dead. Just... Alright. Punches right into one of the zombies and he just... Collapses. Is it completely silent? Then, like, nobody hears anything and then all of a sudden the zombie just drops? Pretty much. Alright. Now take a third shot. And then, having done that, I'm to back up the, um, the muscle through. You just punch into another zombie, and it just collapses there. You hear kind of like this like confused grunting sound as the rest of the zombies just watch the two of them in, in front just collapse. So I can't uh, move myself because game paused, but all right. Um, yeah. There we go. 
All right, Onyx, it is technically your turn. Uh, I'm going to take a deep breath and recover one of my spell slots. Then I'm just going to creep up a little bit more and then wait. Ready and attack if anything comes within melee range. All right. Stelter. All right. Let's get the one that was behind those two. It is your turn. I don't see anything other than three dead zombies, correct? Uh, yeah, probably. Alright, then I'll look around to see if I can see any other non-dead zombies. Alright. You cannot see any other zombies, however... You can kind of hear this like faint grunting shuffling in coming from the chamber ahead of you that does indicate there are more of them. There's more coming. I'll, I'll whisper that and that's the end of my turn. Demetari right. 2. My turn, I am going to ready in action when I have a zombie come into my line of vision, and I will be casting Firebolt. Classic. It is what it is. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> uh, Alright, zombie turn. They are prior to... Um, I, okay, that does remind me. Demetari, you can't see anything. You can see basically what is like right in front of you, and the rest of this is just pitch black. You can only see the light coming off of the hooded lantern. I thought she was seeing through her critter's eyes. Uh, yeah, where's, where's we didn't confirm that, so as of right now, no. Okay. Um, I mean, now that they know where we're at, could I do a free action to like uncover... Or, like, activate the globe that's on Briar. She's right beside me. Sure. Alright, well, I'll do that then. You need only speak its command word. So technically any of you can actually just say the word and it lights up at any time. I'm going to say the command word is wake up and go to sleep. 
pretty well. But probably in Elvish. You're just gonna hear me say, WAKE UP! Wouldn't it be in Sylvan? Because that's what Briar speaks. Oh, uh, sure. Depends on what the, the globe is. Well, I can speak Elvish. But not you Sylvan. You consider it sure. Does anyone ask the globe what it would prefer to be spoken to in? <laughs> it is an inanimate <laughs> object and has no opinion. Wow. Yeah. Really. This is why that Thorhill doesn't talk to you. It's true, my hilt does talk to me because I know its language. <laughs> I get what he's saying. Y'all rude. <laughs> Alright. Briar, it is your turn. You can now Okay. I'm gonna kiss Dimitari's cheek and bolster her magic. Uh, roll a d3. They just activated the orb. I'm sorry, so she activated the orb. Do you say roll yeah. a d3 like that exists? No, I said I kissed your cheek so I can bolster your magic. It's a touch. Well, so. thank you so much. Um, currently blushing. Oh, uh, and then you roll oh, a d3. No. D3 or D20? A D3, and you regain one spell slot, the level of which equals the number rolled or lower. Oh, that's cool! Okay, thanks! Alright, um, let me figure this out. in a level one spell slot. Oh no. So level two then. Oh wait, no, it's she's rolling the D3. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I, roll it? I thought she rolls it. Well you both rolled a D3. I think it's um Briar roll. So you gain a level one spell slot. One is better than none. Thank you very much. And uh, that's really all I'm gonna do. Cause I can't see shit. Well, I, I guess I can see a little bit. But, uh, wait, I can see thirty feet now. Uh, forty. Sort of. Still though, that's just like right here. Um, you should be able to see what is in your field of view. Um, what you is can see the purple ring? The purple is the edge of your sight. So that's where the light that's on your your pack extends to. Well, I didn't really hear your explanation. Sorry. Um, but you can see into the passage in front of you. You just can't see past it. Um, so if you want to move forward, you can. I'm a sword. I'm going to... 
Okay. Um, I'm going to step back a little bit out of the um, light of the lantern or the uh, globe and seeing a couple of uh, zombies standing there. I'm going to fire at them. Uh, there aren't any zombies in your field of view that are alive. Okay. There are three dead bodies on the ground. Oh. They haven't moved. Uh, so the the two that I can see on the screen, I can't see? Mm. You should I'm only seeing be able to... a zombie here, and I'm seeing a zombie here. No, you can't see it. I can't see those. Correct. Mm. Well, then I will hold an action until I can see those zombies that I can't see. And that'll be it for me. it is your turn you because you're kind of around the bend would probably be able to see one of the zombies this is tough <laughs> well briar's already got her light going right so that's a whole thing um <laughs> Oh yes, the zombies certainly are now alerted to your presence. Uh, I'm just going to step up and then I'm going to cast Ray of Frost at that zombie I can't see. Okay. That hits. He is a pretty hardy fellow. Your ray just like strikes and there's this like spray of like ice kind of fingers extending off from his shoulder as he kind of groans and like lifts his arms and starts to shamble towards you. Uh, that does reduce his move speed by 10 feet as well. Nice. That's going to end my turn. There's a hissing and a scrabbling in the chamber beyond. Two of the husk creatures come screeching out. 
I'd like to use my held action on the creatures that come screeching out. just uh, ran up next to Briar and um, Amux using sharpshooter. And then uh, second attack. I don't think you can multi-attack when it's not your turn. Yeah, I have two attacks for an attack action. You're right, Liam. What? If you look at what multi-attack mm. says, it says it only applies on your turn. Um, Extra attack. You can attack twice whenever you take the attack oh action on your turn. Thank you. Got it. All right. But you still did a lot of damage though. Twenty-two. More than half his health. Um, they all had to dash to get there, so that is the end of their. Does this mean I could also do my ready action? You could, yes. So go ahead if you want to attack that first one. Go for it. What you guys note is that the of the three husk zombies, the one in the rear looks a little funky compared to the first two and the ones that you have fought before. Yeah, go ahead and roll damage. Funky as in more powerful? He or has this weird? like strange bloating around his stomach. Wait, are we sure it's a male? It's hard to tell. The bits have fallen off, so there's really yeah. no telling. Zombie baby! Have you asked him his pronoun? He just hisses at you, so there's really no telling. Alright, uh, Snow, it is your turn. There's, like, the arrow and the firebolt have struck the lead zombie. Okay, I'm gonna target the weird-looking one. Still stand, just barely. Thirty-three damage. Nice. You're on fire today, Snow. This might be the end of my turn. Let me. What are you verifying? I'm just making sure it's not. Rolling extra damage. I don't remember what piercer feet. No, it does. No, it's a. It re rolls a damage. So. So it would only be. Uh, 
it would be one less damage than that. Because that piercer replaces one of them if you rolled low. Gotcha. Oh, never mind. I was wrong. On a critical hit, you roll an additional damage die. So that one is there. You did roll. You did deal 33 damage. Okay, cool. Gross. That's a lot of damage. Azrael, it's your turn. So still trying to, you know, look cool and stuff. She's going to, like, run over and, like, leap over Briar, stick her sigh in the one that's, um... Oh, did I run into a wall? Probably. That would be funny, though. <laughs> Letting me move over one more. There is, is that... a wall there. I'll still leap over Briar and, like, stick my sigh like in the zombie and like land next to Briar and like trying to, you know, do a little flare and look cool. Alright, go ahead and roll for that. I think, we can, I think we can technically occupy the same space if we want. Yes, but you can't end your turn there. Yeah, so I guess when I hit it, I'm probably in the same space. And then as I land, I'm going to, like, sucker punch it, like, right? Just well, kinda... it dies, actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> From that block. That's all right. The next one can catch those hands. Does the other one die? Uh, no. Still stand. Pretty healthy. Uh, Alright. Well, that's the end of my turn. Okay. Demetari, it's your turn. Um, I can't move. Oh, never mind. Here I am. Cool. I am going to cast Infestation this time on this one. It's a Constitution save. 16. You would know that um, zombies are usually immune to poison damage, so this would probably not have any effect. Okay. Um, firebolt, then. But, can I, like, do it with my foot this time? Sure. Cool. I'm adding some flair, too, just like Sparta kick in the air. Yeah, you're learning from Azrael. You do kind of like a big sidekick and then shoot off a fire. It misses. You're trying to aim over her shoulder. It just explodes off the ceiling, showering the space with sparks. That's the wrong form. I'll keep I'm practicing. Pic picturing those uh, people that, that uh, 
kick the uh, the punch dummy, the, the water bottle pops up, then they spin around, kick that, and it goes flying off. Exactly, just like yeah, that. With a, with a firebolt. Well, um, looking slightly embarrassed, I'm done. <laughs> Two zombies round the corner, shuffling forward. Uh, well, that's actually as close as they can get. Yeah. They're going to dodge. Do whatever. Prepare your turn. Alright. I'm going to come up to here. And work this guy two times. And I'm not raging. So let me turn that off. I need something really sweet to eat. Oh, I see. And I have a really sweet thing to eat. Not quite yet. Toes hit, roll down. I took off the rage, but it's still showing rage damage, I think. Wait, no, is the plus five rage or no? That's just regular. Okay, cool, cool. Thirty no, twenty-three. Yeah. He is still standing. He kinda lets out a, a hiss and a snarl towards you. Just haste back at him. <laughs> Alright. Um. Jeez, you're. Alright. Um. So that uh, that one with the belly has me a little concerned. Uh, so I'm going to fire at that one. Using sharpshooter. Um, if Billy Oof. guy is still up, I will he fire is still time. standing, but All just right. barely. You note that the arrow passes through him, and just through like almost sheer force of will, his like parts are still together. Hmm, I don't like that. That one's scary. I'm going to shoot him again. I don't know what that's going to do when, if it dies, but fuck Oof. it. You miss. Oof. The arrow passes through one of the holes in its chest. Yikes. All right, well, that's, that's all I've got. Onox, it is your turn. 
I'm gonna hit the one in front of me. Maybe not. Your sword just passes and it kind of like deflects it out of the way with its claws, letting out a snarl. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's what I got. I don't have a lot for bonus actions. The bloated is going to step forward, shoving its compatriot to the side. Uh, and then it kind of like lets out this snarl. You see its like stomach like gurgles and grows and then it just pops and just sprays all over each of you. I need uh, all three of you to make uh, constitution saving. Did it die in that process? Yeah, it's dead. You just made an exploder. That's pretty cool. A boomer? No, no one. Yeah, I got it. Definitely. Yeah, we get it. All right. This like shower of like poisonous ichor lands on each of you. Uh. So Onox, you would take eight poison damage and five radiant damage, and then the rest of you, it would be four. Poison and two radiant. All right, the remaining one. Uh, let's see, his fails. That would be okay. Well, he killed him. killed his butt with the radiant damage. Oh. They are resistant to radiant and it was not enough to save. Um. So this like spray of, of like everything on the walls around them and both of the zombies are gone. I was hoping he was going to survive at least a little bit longer, but apparently not. <laughs> but he didn't push like far enough away. away. He just shoved his buddy to the wall and then killed him. All right, Azrael, it's your turn. You just totally skipped me. Sorry, I deleted oh. I deleted him out of the uh, the tracker and it went right past you. Oh, can you um move? I'm gonna I'm gonna kill back. the one that Azrael's trying to kill. Okay. Swoop that right from her. That hits. Still alive. Just barely. Reroll your piercing damage. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. Yeah, roll a better. Roll higher. Better? And one it extra. was better. One more. It was still... Oh, wait. Took way too... Still standing. Just barely. Even a little bit less. Is that the energy? Yeah. Asriel, it's your turn. Well, now that, you know, Snow didn't actually kill it, uh, I'm gonna go kill it. 
Yeah, I'll leave some scrap for you. Is it dead now? Oh, yeah. And I'll, I'll, I'll then just like slap the other one. All right, I need to make a concept. You smack him and like a little bit of the, you know, ichor kind of splashes onto the floor in front of you as you just dance out of the way. I throw, I kind of like step out and throw it so it can land and add to Briar's, you know, collection of it. Alright, that's my turn. Demetari, it is your turn. Thanks. He ain't wrong. It just makes sense. Firebolt. Should get a theme song. Hey, it's not as bad as the warlock, okay? Eldritch Blast. <laughs> At least it's effective. Eldritch and Blast. also, gotta conserve, because I don't think that this is over. Well, in fact, you incinerate the last remaining zombie. Firebolt. Yeah, when you can do seven damage of a zombie, definitely. Right. Well, that was that was effective, people. We. Caught them at a, a choke point. They were not able to swarm anybody. Well done. Let's do that more often. Even though I wasn't as effective as I like to be. That's okay. Snow made up for it. Yeah. That uh, 32, 33 damage. That's almost as you can do. That 39 no. <laughs> All right. Go so forward to uh, press forward, and um, we'll have passed without a trace up. Sure. Since I've been able to maintain concentration on it. And are you kind of going past the party and entering the next room? Yes. Flip past all the people and piles of goo. Step into the next room and see what's to be seen there. All right. I collect arrows as I go. Sure, you can. Uh, I don't know. Three arrows. We shot three, right? Yep. All right. Javid, as you enter the next room, the huge growing root on the far wall. You suddenly hear kind of a rumbling, shaking. The root begins to move. It slides up out of the water. And you can see, like, as it moves, sections of the, like, thick bark on its exterior shift. And a faint glow emanates from underneath it. And the root kind of retreats back into a dark crevice in the wall. 
You're going uh, healthy, right? For uh, yeah, you know we are. Uh, for those who didn't see that, I will relate uh, relay on uh, to them that uh, it's a big freaking scary uh, blowy root weirdness. Um, you might have an idea what that is. Uh, does that look like it's a magic effect? What do we know about magical effects on zombies and roots? I don't remember studying anything like that. Do you have glowing yeah. roots where you're from, Briar? I don't know. Let me think about it. Hey, DM. Do I have glowing roots where I'm from? Um, sure, make an arcana check. Okay, hang on. Wouldn't maybe I have heard about something like this in other rooms? Or maybe know that, you know, maybe someone's being affected by a brimstone or something? Sure, make an arcana check. And, uh,. In my uh, experience in the Underdark, have I come across something like this before? Sure, make an arcana check. I'm feeling this is like an arcane thing. Could be anything, really. Javid has no idea. Yeah. No, actually, uh, Javid is pretty certain that this is actually... Um, Like mirrors, you know. Um, yeah, like tricks of the light. What is snow think? Uh, you've never seen this before. With a nat twenty, it is wholly unfamiliar to you, motherfucker. <laughs> so why do you even have him roll at that point? I don't know what his mind was. It is possible for you to have rolled and know what this is, but not with a... I literally could not have rolled higher. I don't know what your modifier is. There's Plus someone one. In the, someone in the party could have rolled high enough. That Did person, I roll high enough? That person might have rolled high enough. So... Oh, fuck you. <clears throat> what you would know about this, with all the information that has been presented to you as real... Um... This reminds you less of, like, traditional zombies and necromancy magic. Uh, you're pretty sure that this fluid that you're finding in the zombies and what maybe was causing the tree to glow uh, is potentially related to um, angels. It is the blood of angels, from what you have read in your studies. It has these, like, supernatural qualities to it. When given to various creatures and, and various forms, the, the blood of a sufficiently powerful angel can do all manner of, of amazing supernatural things. I imagine it's not so much her studies, but her symbiotic being. She's kind of sending pictures of angels to her mind. Like, she's kind of feeling this, like, 
sense of angels. That, that yes, that would make the most sense. Your symbiote definitely is familiar with this. 100%. I think it's angels. I don't know why, but it's it's definitely angels. That, that's angel pause. blood. I'm going to pause as I'm rolling one of the bodies into the water. Like, wait, what? That's angel <laughs> blood. You know, like, you know, those the, those angel creatures, they, they bleed, and that's their blood. Wait, so they've been eating angels? I think so, how, yeah. yeah. How does it get into the zombies and the stuff? Is there, like, a angel that's oozing... I, I mean, uh, I, I, angels bleed just like normal other people. You you eat them. They're they blood. You stab them. There's Ooh, blood. Nobody eats angels. Uh, well, they probably do. As I point to a corpse. Okay, I'm gonna boy, folks. I'm gonna be right back in a minute. What are you guys doing now? I'm just going to look around. Guess. Sorry, what? I said, I guess we're going to search the room. Yeah. Rolling sure. bodies under the water. And just, you tip them over the side and they just splash into the water. You think angels could have willingly done this? No. What if they're just progressive? No. Can, okay, um, can we tell if this seems like it came from the same angel? Like, do, does angel blood taste different? Than, like, is it like, this is AB positive and the other one's gonna be like O negative, and like, this one's more honey, but this one's more like molasses? Uh, make a medicine. I, for one, am hurt and about out of abilities, so. I mean, you could take a short rest, you know, when you're done, you know, dumping all the bodies in the river. Doesn't oh, take long. All... Yeah, there's only like. I already got. I already got him in there. The uh, the zombies that the one that exploded, he kind of pulped the rest of them, so there wasn't really anything to roll in the river unless you were going to kick like chunks, you know, like liver pieces and whatnot. No, I'm just mo more concerned with full full corpses. I'm not, I'm not here with a shovel. All right. I get my shovel. Uh, here you go. Demetari, it's the, the, the icker in these zombies as they're getting tossed into the pool. It's pretty similar. Tastes like the ones that you've already apparently eaten a little bit of. Uh, I did not, actually. Okay, well then you have nothing to compare it to. There's really no telling. Onyx, does this one taste the same? I'll, like, lick my, I'll, I'll, I'll lick my fingers. I know it's on there. Sure, give me a medicine check. <laughs> I'm not that into dead bodies. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah, it tastes the same to you, you know? Pretty much. Yeah, I mean, it tastes the same. 
Snow and Asriel, as you're investigating this chamber, um, what you can tell is that uh, the exit to it, there used to be a door that was operated by a mechanism. However, there is this, like, nasty nest of roots that has grown into it and, like, fractured the metal mechanisms associated with it. So the door is locked open, essentially. But otherwise, this room appears to have been worn away through the uh, century. There is this, like, steady, almost stream of water kind of over by where the pool is, indicating that whatever was on that side has been pretty much dissolved. Is there anything in the pool? Make like, perception I'm, check. I'm, not, I'm, like, putting stuff in it. Is there anything other than what I put in there? Mm, make a perception check. You can't quite tell. It's a little too dark and murky at the bottom. Looks empty as far as you can see. Sounds good to me. When he throws bodies in, did it act like water? Yes, it is water. Okay. Was it one of your campaigns or your things that the pool of water was actually a gelatinous being? No, that was Diaz. And I jumped into it while oh, I, was that's right. I was playing the Barbarian that was loosely based on Liddell Rayford. Uh, that's right. He would jump into a pool of water that was a Galagna's cube, so... I well, still was... think about his desk flip. Alright. What are you guys doing now? You've kind of searched the room uh, a little bit. Dumped the bodies, they're all gone. Well, if people are hurt, we can take a short rest. If people want to just sit for well, an hour. We've, we've already short rested today, and most of our hit dice are burned up. Well, I mean... Uh, I guess that's the question. Like, do you Are you saying you want to um, not continue on? I'm so, saying I'm below. I will say... That if you attempted to, it would be possible to remove the roots from the door mechanism and potentially shut it. I'll give it a go. Now the the um, before we touch the root, I, I saw that root moving. That seemed to be the kind of moving that a reanimated corpse would do under the influence of celestial blood. Or like an actual li living in it. Hmm? A sentient being. You kind of saw yeah, it yeah, like, kind of like a snake just like slither itself up into its little crevice. Yeah, which is freaky and scary, and I don't like that. So yeah, that's I'm, scary. I'm going to be looking for uh, signs that the um, the roots here, especially those holding the door, are uh, you know the, the sort that. If you poke them too hard, they're going to reach out and grab you. Make a perception check. Take my dagger out and stab one. It does not react. I shoot an arrow at the gazebo. It does not react. The roots 
they look, you know, that the root that you saw was like a full-size tree trunk, like a solid root. And these is more like those little, you know, rooty tendrils that you get at the very end of, um, you know, almost like the the capillary veins of its roots. Whereas that would have been closer to like the full-on vein or artery of the tree. Can they award? Yes, something like that. Not, I don't want to call it the aorta because there might be bigger roots somewhere else, but. Great analogy. <laughs> the crack that it re like retreated into, is it something we could fit in? Definitely. Alright. You could crawl. So, are you volunteering to um, climb in there and, and uh, see where it went? I mean, I'm a little tempted to figure out where it went, see if it would come back. Yeah, that would certainly be worthwhile to know whether we That's the crack are going to. The route that sneaks back out in, in the night while we're resting and flails around. I'll take a little sneaky peek. Are you going to climb up there? Yep. I need an athletics or an acrobatics check. Um, okay. You're able to kind of sidle your way along the wall towards the crevice and creep inside. Good and sneaky, sneaky. Alright, and yes, you're sneaky. But a 39 again. That's is a 40. Or no, you're right, a 39. Alright. You begin kind of crawling into this crevice. How far are you crawling? Well, I mean, I can see 60 feet, so I'm just going to kind of... It kind of winds and twists, so you can really only ever see about 10 feet or so in front of you before the, like, dirt shifts. Um, what What you know now is that you've kind of left what was more of the solid stone, and you find yourself in this, like... Earth and tunnel. Well, it's still stone, but it's been like crushed up and and, like pushed apart. You can tell that this root has been growing here for a very long time. Do I hear anything or like a slithering? Uh, Make a perception. What's the uh, space like? Like, how much room do I have on the other side? Uh, very little. Very little? Yeah. If you kind of, like, flare your arms, your elbows could probably touch on either side. It's pretty cringe. If I go a couple hundred feet, probably. It's not far enough of, like, where I would get stuck. If it starts being, like, coming down, I'm going to back out. You're a braver man than I. All right. You continue to... To crawl deeper into this cave, very narrow and oppressive space. After about 80 or so feet into it, you kind of come to a spot where it almost goes straight up and then forward. You can see there is light coming out of that hole. Light or more like the light we saw before. Um, 
this is kind of more of a... It is... It has, it has a, uh, a like a kind of like a pulsing glow to it, but it doesn't quite look like the radiant glow of the zombies or the root that you saw earlier. In the far is the vertical path here. Mm, maybe about eight feet. I'm gonna hit me up and take a peek. All right. You can shimmy your way up, poking your head over it. You see it is in a, a large dwarven ceremonial passage. The space is filled to the brim with roots sprouting from various points on either wall. Uh, it is quite cavernous. It's about maybe 40 feet high. Uh, hold on, let me measure. 70 feet wide. And there are these monstrous, like, eight or nine foot thick tree roots going into the room. All of them are glowing. You watch as one of the sections of roots in the overhead kind of twists and shifts. It, like, separates itself. And this, like, glow and, like, dripping liquid flows forth. And a zombie falls out of it covered in goo kind of stands itself up and then shuffles off to the far side of the chamber. You count about six of them in here. Six roots or zombies? Six zombies. Uh, two of them are the familiar bloated one that you had fought earlier. Two of them are the kind of fast-moving ones, and two of them are just the regular ones. The one that just fell out of the tree is one of the kind of regular weaker zombies. Slow moving one. Gotcha. Now, based on history knowledge, was is this normal for this kind of, you know, building, or is this well? Not. I mean, like obviously the roots aren't normal, but like the ceremonial chambers and whatnot. And if it's like normal to the kind of layout of like what the typical path to get there is, um, you would probably be able to tell that this is. Uh, Uh, this would be kind of the, the area of the uh, Dwarven outpost where it might transition more into, you know, larger room, um, filling more specific purposes. So whatever this outpost was defending is probably behind this. There are two sets of doors into this room, kind of on, on either side of the passageway. There are a number of these glowing sconces, like large uh, braziers dotting the floor along the length of it, filled with this, like, dull glowing flame illuminating the room. Alright, I'm going to back out. Alright. Um, it's probably been about an hour. It has taken you a hot minute to crawl through these pipes. This this space. Okay. Actually, hold on. I'm going to show you something. This is what the map looks like. 
got it. Which which or which? Which is what? You said there's two of each kind. Which ones are which? I mean, I can tell which ones the normal ones are, but which ones are the okay? That the those are the, those are the bursty ones, and then the other got two it. are the regular fast ones, and then the other two are the regular slows on. Got it. About an hour later, snow comes crawling out of the crevice. Don't like take off right off my fur. And, and actually, yeah, you're you're uh, uh, take a minute and and uh, start brooming, scraping you know, off all the all the dirt. What's the ground like? Is the ground like straight stone or is it like crumbly, sandy, dusty? In the room? Yeah, where we are now. Looking at the pool. It's like smooth dwarven cut stone. This is a little bit of a rougher area than the other one. Got it. Um, Dimitari, can I see uh, some of your map making supplies for a second? She's grabbing her uh, computer charger right now. <laughs> All right. Well, I take her map making supplies. Yeah, I think she. Would <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm gonna start rough tracing out what the the room looked like, and like, oh, I have no idea what's going on here. Uh, I don't know if these are reanimated zombies or if they're being made because. Uh, a ways down that tunnel, there's an opening into a large ceremonial chamber, um, and there are some massive tree roots, and they seem to, like, essentially be birthing these zombies. Does and... this trigger any memories for me? Um... You can make an arcana check. But there are some massive roots up there, like eight, nine foot thick. There's six zombies in the room right now. It's pretty tight quarters. I look at the onyx. I don't know if you'd be able to make it through there. Honestly, we probably would be able to find our way there. They didn't see me, so that I know of. Um, I think that's pretty safe assumption because they haven't showed up here yet. But depending on how sentient that root is, that root knows we're here. <laughs> so I will say the rest of you, everyone except for Snow, has taken a short rest. You guys have had enough time to. So, you know, whatever you get back on a short rest, you guys will. Be... Um, Asriel, you don't. This isn't anything specific that you or your symbiote recall, um, but your symbiote is very interested. That much you would know. We should investigate. Do we even okay. know how to how to fight these guys if the need arises? No, how we've been killing these guys all day long. It's just a question of whether or not how we kill a tree root. Right. 
Um, I can't say I've fought a tree root before. We, we shouldn't kill all the tree roots. Maybe we should take one for educational purposes. Well, shouldn't we take a smaller one at that point? Yeah. That's that's here, and I'm going like, to point towards the door. Is anyone here an arborist? Is that one glowing? No. I know Wait. a lot about trees. You're from the plane. Yeah, but I've been traveling. I know a lot about trees. Really? What do you know about trees? They burn. There's many different kinds. Their wood does different stuff. I don't... That's a very broad question. I obviously... Would I would I know anything about what's going on here? Uh, you make an arcana check. I would... You could... Yeah, make an arcana check and then uh, make a deception check. Alright, while I'm scribbling out what this like room looks like, you can I'm whisper, gonna... Hold on, you can whisper me your, an, or, or your deception check if you don't want anyone else to know what you got. How do I do the heal with the short rest? It's not working. You click on short rest, and then you mm -hmm. click on your uh, hit die, and you want to have automatically apply healing with dice result clicked before you I roll your hit dice. Roll hit die. And then take short rest. So you would have gotten what is that? Twenty three hit, uh, hit hit points, Briar. I'm trying, man. You it's could just you could just heal yourself for twenty three if you don't want to do it automatically. It's probably right. simpler. Right, thank you. Yeah. Well, I'm right. getting out this room. I'm gonna uh, do a rough like ideas of like what the path in this kind of area would look like based on historical knowledge of potentially how to get to that room without going through the hole. Um, okay, so first, Onyx... So, for everyone else who's talking to him, it does seem like Onyx knows a fair bit about trees. Um, you know, he's probably seen a fair few in his travels. Uh, Can I do so an actual insight check? Sure. Like, because I, I really am like, what the hell? I'm not, I'm not exactly sure what the gold is coming from, but these are birch roots. They're, they're very birch in, in their origin, so I don't understand. The like, gold why... is angel blood. Okay, so it's a birch tree with angel blood in it, but we don't understand why birch is growing this deep down. Seems like it's telling the truth. I didn't know you were a plant guy. I mean, you you grow up in a place that doesn't have a lot, so when you come in contact with it, you pay a lot more attention to it. It's not normal, so I learned a little bit. Uh, hmm. Uh, Snow, you would know that kind of based on your twisting and turning through the um, the hole that you climbed through, you're really not that far from that chamber. There's maybe couple turns until you're there maybe a few side rooms but you took the long way to get there essentially you know it was like 100 feet so you guys are pretty much right on top of it you're under it for the most part yes it, you might have to go some stairs but 
Uh, yes. And the rooted up mechanism is this like path to the south, essentially, the yes. bottom. Yep, okay. that's the. So yeah, so pretty much if we follow this and make a couple left turns and go up the staircases, we'll probably be in that room. And that sounds like something we want to do. I mean... It's up to Onyx. Onyx said he was hurting. Uh, I got a little bit back on that break waiting for Snow to come back, but like most of the abilities that both me and Demitari have are pretty on the on the low end of it, so we're going to be pretty much just steal. The problem is, is, like, the longer we wait, clearly it is making more zombies, so if we wait, we're just increasing the forces that are against us. And yep. so, at when I crawled out of there, there were six. There were two of the fast boys, two of the blowy butt boys, and two of the standard boys. Can we can we draw them out so that we don't face them all at the same time? Would that be helpful? Don't they? I mean, didn't they start heading somewhere? No, Did they they weren't anywhere? going anywhere. They were just kind of dambling around the room. So, well, I mean, you, do you still have a little gas in the tank to maybe pick someone up if we go down? Um. Yeah, I can do uh, two cure wounds. I might I be can enough. also do two cure wounds. How much room did I have at the top of that little shaft? You theoretically could crawl out of it, uh, but not a lot. Okay, so no way to draw my bow there. Not really. Yeah. It would be exceptionally difficult. Um, you would be under the squeezing rules, which I believe applies just straight disadvantage to any attack roll you make. So you could, but you just have disadvantage on every single attack. Yeah. Onox, do you need more magic? I mean, I'm pretty. I'm running real low on my magic, but. I can give you like a little, little kiss. You can you can get some magic. <laughs> that would I'm gonna be give awesome. Some, I'm gonna give him a little kiss and give him some magic. Uh, we don't even need a roll for it. I'm just gonna recover a first level spell. Do you not have higher level spell slots? I have both my second levels, and that's all I have. I have first okay. and second level spell slots. Gotcha. But Wait. I used my sorcery points to recover a spell slot earlier. She. All right. What are you guys doing now? Most of you are at the end of a short rest. Where are you headed to? I guess river we're going. With trees. I guess we're going just around the river bend. Yep. Two lefts and a up the stairs, and let's have a look at at these uh, root chamber. All right. What if we covered ourselves in this blood? Do you think that it would deter them from wanting to attack us? It hasn't so far. And I point to Briar. Fair enough. 
Um, I would have liked to have painted Briar's rings with this stuff, by the way, during the short rest, like little just details and whatnot. Okay. I'm also, I made some treats for anybody who needs a little bit extra. Hey, chill. Sorry, guys. He heard the word treat. Can't blame him. I think we've learned too that we should target the exploding boys because they will deal damage to their fellows. So if they are grouped up, but we also don't know that they'll explode if we are the ones that kill them. Well, it's only the first hit, not when they die. Just the just the one exploding dude. Yeah. That was just a little weird. I made everybody. Yeah, there's a couple of those um, belly bum boys. Yeah, there are two of those in that room. But uh, yeah, definitely, I would say let's try to uh, take out as many uh, at range and choke at a, a door or something, uh, any of the rest. To minimize the, the effects of the bursty boys. All right. So, you begin winding your way through the pass. Wait, wait, wait. Did anybody need a D8 of health? Yeah, I'll take one. Right, go ahead and do it. Eat my sandwiches. I think we should definitely try to move silently, and uh, I think me and David try to take out as many as we can first. Yep. I am a healthy boy today. 41, got it. Yes. 31. It's over an hour, so that... Uh... That's true. You have no longer passed without trace. You only have a 31. Sorry. All right. So, the rest of you wind your way through the stone paths. The floors get smoother and begin to have a very distinct dwarven um, aspect to them. Before, it was subtle, uh, but now you can tell that this area is in a little bit better repair than the rest of it. Roots, small ones at first, sprout from the edges of the floor and other cracks in the walls. Until you find yourselves, after scaling a rather steep dwarven staircase, standing in front of a double-wide door, which is dwarven in manufacture. And what are you guys doing? Exploring. Well, with Snow right. talking about how it's like temple and like all that good stuff, is there any kind of like iconography on the doors or anything like that? Um, this is not a temple. 
this is some kind of military outpost. Yeah, ceremonial military. Like, basically like a ceremonial hall. Or we would do retirements and whatnot. Oh, okay. Well, uh, so the question question lies, is there any, like, writing, inscriptions, pictures, drawings, words, anything like that inscribed anywhere? Give me a history check. There are no words or anything like that crafted, um, carved into the walls, but... Um, you note on the wall there is, uh, correction, on the door, there is a, a carven sigil that has this subtle iconography of a large dwarven hammer and an eye. Do we uh, recognize that as belonging to a particular, representing a... a um god or organization or or um you know this is the the 101st uh, uh you can make fighting. a religion check i suppose if you would like all right most of you, you recognize the hammer as being a, a very antiquated way of representing Moradin, the uh, prime deity of the dwarves. However, Javid, you recognize that the eye is not simply uh, a minor change, but it appears to de depict a representation of Ayun, the knowing. This is some kind of dwarven research facility. It is really fitting that I watched uh, Resident Evil today. <laughs> research facilities, zombies. I'm not. I'm not getting the coincidence here. Hmm. Is it no. a raccoon temple? No, there's no records. Or rain, uh, fucking umbrellas. All right. Um, so on the other side of this door, uh, no, you, th you think is the, uh, the big chamber with the zombie drips? Can we, can we hear anything on the other side? Well, the, uh, the drawing and based on this being the door and the couple of turns that we made I'm gonna play it out and then roughly describe because this is where I saw the zombies uh, this is where particular which ones were where right. um, 
So the, the question is, do we throw the door open and, and uh, start blasting or something sneakier? Sneakier. Is this like a metal gear mechanism operated door as well? Can we see the mechanism? Uh, the mechanism folds in. So don't get out of the door. So yes, you would be pushing the door open. Uh, you note that the door is not locked. Mm -hmm. I mean, we could fence them, and I can go crawl through the hole again and probably crawl out of the hole and distract them. Uh, maybe. The longer we wait, more zombies are going to be made. True. Yeah. So, um, I mean, now that I know what I'm, where I'm going, I can probably move a little quicker. Yeah. You know. Is there... We don't have a way to coordinate when when you get there uh, with our opening the door. Uh, we could open the door and you show up 15 minutes later, or you show up, pop out, and we're not there. We're still waiting for that. So, uh, sort of think that's. Let's just. Yeah, I'd say we just go in and kick him on the teeth. Let's, you know, we'll be quiet uh, about it, though, right? When we open the door, you know, we'll try to <laughs> quietly open the door. All right. I'll, I'll Preaching. Just, like, kick the door open. That's right. Who's, who's got the flashbangs? <laughs> oh, my God. Do Just we have flashbangs? Roll the orb in and say it's command word. Uh, the room was uh, illuminated, right? There were sconces or something. Yes. Yeah. So it's... Oh, All right. Can can I just see, say open the see. door and you guys have an arrow notch as soon as it's open. All just... right. All right. Let's do that. I'll, um... Gonna, I'm going to slowly like try to open the door and see if we can do it quietly. And if not, then we're just going to throw the door open and have at it. Like kick it open, maybe catch him by surprise. But, but I'll, I'll have a javelin at the ready. Alright. Everybody get ready. And two, three. Okay, everyone roll for this. You guys can probably stack yourselves up on the other side of the door where you would like. Can I uh, be on the ceiling? Is there like a ceiling? That's okay. Angrily agrees with the spider climb bullshit. No, it's fine. <laughs> it's a thing. Another yeah, reason real. I know she's half dead. No blood rushes to her head when she does this. Asriel taking over Javid and Briar's hovering over me. It's blood. You have seen my blood. But do you have enough to get lightheaded when you're upside down? 
There is blood in my body. Hold on, I'm trying to figure out. All right, Javi, it is your turn. All right, I show the door and um, I'll just uh, take some shots at, at the. The nearest zombies. I started Explody with uh, this one. Is that Explody Boy? Belly Bomb Boy? We need to fire them. Sorry, which one were you shooting? Just the first one. Uh, the, yeah, the this one. Okay. Go ahead and roll for it. And um, get a um. Let's see. I'm guessing that's not a hit. A, a nine misses. Right. right well, I'm going to shoot again. That does hit them. And then, uh, still standing. Depending on, still standing. All right, I'll take my third shot then. standing. Did you use your d8 at all? Your fucking force damage thing that you get? Um, I didn't. Uh, that's the, um... It's the first round of combat on something that hasn't gone yet, right? You can add a d8 to one of your hits? Let's see. When I take the attack action, yes, I can deal one, eight, one d8 extra damage.
Alright. He's dead. He falls, collapsing in a heap. The tree shudders. Is that the end of your turn? Um... Yeah, that's that's uh, that's all I'm gonna do. Okay. Azrael, I'll uh, step to the side and let others go through if they need to. Well, I'm on the ceiling, so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna run over here. I'm technically gonna be like on top. How like how high is the ceiling? Uh, I think I said thirty feet. Okay, great. So I'm gonna be basically over him and then like stabbing him in the head. Actually, nah, nah. I'll just drop down and what? I'll, I'll I'll not be weird. The ceiling is very high. You can't attack people melee from the ceiling. Forty foot high ceiling. Is that what I said earlier? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, so I just like take my scythe, stab him, punch him with my left hand, and I guess right. I need a constitution save, right? Correct. That is a total of 19 with kills. Alright, you, for the next minute, and some of its splatters, you have. Disadvantage on all attack rolls, saving throws, and ability checks. You can repeat this save at the end of each of your turns. And that's attack rolls too, right? Yep, pretty much any roll you make. Okay, got it. That's the end of my turn. No, it is your turn. Nah, I guess this one. Well, there you go. Who are you attacking? Um, okay. That one. And I'm going to re-roll that one that I got. Yeah, fine. Yeah, oh, okay. Fine. There you go. So what is that? That's what is that? Five more damage. So you got a thirty-six. That's a forty-one. You killed him. He died. He had forty-one hit. <laughs> just and he just you just shred him. You know, if you if you guys saw like in the new Wandaverse movie or whatever it was, the you know looked like one of the characters out of that. That's what you just did. Truly horrifying stuff, really, to know that you could do that to an actual living being. Living being? Undead being? Well, if it had been a person, they would have exploded for sure. I use my powers for good? I guess it's nice to know that, you know, if you did that to a person, they wouldn't even feel it. They would just be gone. All right. Uh, well, I'm assuming that's the end of your turn. Yes. Demetari, it's your turn. 
I'm going to try to go for more of a big bet, I guess. So I'm going to try to hit this one with Tasha's Mind Whip. Which one? I saw a... You tapped somewhere off the... There is not a zombie right there. Not a zombie right there. Correct. I'll just pick the next closest zombie. Sure, because that's, that's weird. All right. You're, you're, um, okay, well, well, that's refreshing. I'm going to go ahead and roll for that. All right. Yeah, it's gone now. Well, that's good. You didn't get my roll, I assume. I did not know. Intelligence save. See how smart these zombies really are. <laughs> uh... I actually don't think it's... Yeah. Well, you hit him. Uh, 11 damage. Um, yep, and he can't take a reaction until the end of its next turn, and then on its next turn it's going to choose a movement action or a bonus action. That one, like, grabs at its head and lets out a shriek. The rest of you note that the tree shifts and shakes, revealing more of the holes. Briar, it is your turn. There are four living zombies. I'm going in. I'm gonna go up to this guy. And I'm gonna hit him twice. Go for it. Those hit, roll damage. Okay. See the damage? I. <laughs> damage good and then a constitution save yes correct all right you barely notice <laughs> but he is still standing It is your turn. Leroy Jenkins! I'm gonna fucking sprint into the room and then cast Shatter. 
and get all three of those guys in the back. What is your DC? 13. Alright. And they take half on a save? Yes. And aren't blasted? Uh, they don't... This is Shatter, not Thunderwave. Oh, yes, okay. Alright, this echoes sound through the entire room. That's the end of my turn. Alright. The tree shifts further. Alright. The two zombies are going to whack at... Briar. One of them hits. It's a critical hit. For two damage. For two? <laughs> it's not half? Uh, no. He just rolled a bunch of that once. Yeah. I guess it would be three. Well, no. There, uh, it's not half right now because they're not raging. Oh, okay. Gotcha. How much damage? Then it'd be four. Because you roll two nat ones and it's plus one. So four damage. <laughs> He's a, a hearty slam. <laughs> <laughs> Just like <laughs> off your shoulder. I don't want uh, think I like a paper cut. To beat it's your turn. Alright. You, so uh, what you guys can see so far is that the roots of the tree are beginning so... to shift. The roots as well, all across the room, are beginning to move. One's near your feet as well. And they're, they are uh, retreating or extending? Uh, extending. They look angry. Uh... Not to anthropomorphize an, uh, a non-sentient being, but they look angry. I mean, didn't we prove in the last campaign that trees are actually sentient beings? Maybe. Hmm. Well. I don't know what this bodes, but I don't think that the, um... Zombies are going to back away peacefully if we just ask them to. So I'm going to shoot one. Uh... This one in particular. Okay. Oh, that one. And that one are the super-powered zombies, just so you're aware. There are none of the bursty boys left, but those are the two fast, slashy ones. Um...
Okay. All right, which one are you attacking? Uh, okay. This one. He's dead. Thunk. Just split him in half with your arrow. It just severs his spine and he falls into two pieces. And I'm going to try to do the same to his partner standing there. Okay. Sorry, Briar. I know you want to... Let's uh, knock these guys out, shall we? Oh, by all means. Um, gesture. That hit. And it drops dead. All right. And uh, am I near any of those extending root things, or can I move? Where should I move to get as far away from as possible from extending roots? Yeah, their turgidity uh -huh. is scaring me. Let me. There's roots there. The largest root is over in the far. And then there's some small ones in this. All right. Well, uh, I'll just step through the door then. Uh, just to get on the one side of the of the door. Are we taking a break? Yeah. No, so Are I clicked we? on the wrong. All right. It is the tree's turn. No. I don't know what I did there. All right. One of the roots flies out towards you. Azrael just lightning fast, and you kind of duck underneath it, and it just grabs the air, and then retracts. Another root flies out and attempts to grab Onyx. It grabs you around your chest. Uh, you take 13 bludgeoning damage, and it is grappling you. The rest of you watch. As the thickest trunk... Kind of on the furthest end of the room, kind of separates, and this like almost eye forms, and then <laughs> radiant energy, and then <laughs> it sends this beam towards Briar. Uh, I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. You just barely dodge out of the way as this like. <laughs> blast of radiant energy just shreds the stone underneath your feet. Um, you still oh would take... I get my uh, axe out. I'm, I'm coming for you, baby. You would still take 17 radiant damage as it singes you. Azriel, it is your turn. Okay, so I'm scared for Onyx because I think this tree is going to try to eat him. So I'm going to um, walk up to him, take my rope out, tie it around him, and then is there like a pillar or something? Mm, 
there's rocks and stuff behind um, you. You could probably tie off to. All right. Uh, then I'm um, yeah. Right? What? In here, these are pillars. Yes. The the uh, the dark. Sure. Yeah. Kind of what that looks like. Yeah, I'm sure. gonna tie the rope around the pillar so the eat the tree can't eat onyx. Okay. So I'm thinking that counts as an action. Yes. Okay. Um. Yeah. Uh. I need you to make a uh, sleight of hand check to time off. Um, Pretty good. And then that's my turn. All right. Oh, can I do the con save? Yes. Uh, you. You would have had disadvantage on your side of hand check. I forgot about that. Um. But. There you go. So you so. would have you go to gun a twenty two. The ten is sufficient. You are, you sh like shrug off the effects of of it. So you no longer have disadvantage on on anything. Does Onyx say anything when Azure just walks up and starts tying a rope around him? I mean, I'm gonna let it happen because I'm still super confused myself. I'm just getting my sword ready to start hacking away at the fucking tree branch that this this birch tree that decided to wrap its limbs around me. Son of a birch. Alright. No, it's your turn. Alright, you said the eye was over here in the Correct. top left corner. Got it. Is it still there? Um, it kinda closes it up, but the trunk, you know, is still there. You can still shoot the tree. Alright, I'm gonna move into the room. Alright. I'm gonna do insightful against the tree. See if that helps. Alright. And then I'm gonna successful. shoot at the eye. Alright. I'm gonna re-roll the one. What? You can't re-roll the sneak attack. That's only on your piercing. Yeah. Oh, is that not what that was? Yeah, you got a 1 for your sneak attack. You got a d4 for your piercing, so it would have been 19. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, your arrow sticks into the trunk of the tree. It kind of shakes itself, and, and you can hear like this groaning, straining sound. We can damage the tree! And that's it. One of them is going to approach 
Ah, shit. Is the does Mind Whip only on its next turn? Well, he can't do anything. He just moves up to Briar. He can't attack because he chooses to move. Yeah, it was next turn. The other one. It's going to try to attack the grappled kitty cat. One of the claws sinks into you for seven slashing damage. That's it, their turn. Devatari, it's your turn. Ow. You guys hear Onyx grappled by the tree quietly. Ow. <laughs> Devatari doesn't know much about plants, but uh, I got an idea. So I would like to use my twin spell um, with Bestow Curse. Can I do that? Because technically we're really only targeting one creature. Because um, that's like the whole thing with twin spell. So anyway, I want to bestow a curse on the one that Onox has. Like it's grappling him and the main one. And basically um, he has to make a wisdom save at the start of its turn. And if it fails, it wastes its action doing nothing. Sorry, you're trying to. Who are you? You're who are you bestowing curse on? I'm trying to curse the freaking tree roots. Oh, okay. So there's only one tree. Oh, so okay. Then sure, let's do that. If the whole unit's gonna get to the top left corner. Yep. Right here. Hopefully trees aren't very wise. He's okay. He's not wise. Alright, hopefully I bought us some time. I'm done. The range for that is touch. Um, well, then I'll just have uh, Gamby fly up there and, like, you know, touch okay. the damn... Yeah, there we go. You're, you're uh, five feet away from one of the roots. Yeah, wouldn't it retroactively affect the entire being if it's all one tree? Maybe. Either uh, way. <laughs> I don't know when how Bert would react. Well, let me read it again. What was... I see the spell, but what specifically did you do to it? Um, It has to make a wisdom save at the start of its turn, and if Always it fails... Yep. Yeah. All right, Briar, it's your turn. All right, now I'm mad. So I'm gonna rage. And then, uh, so the guy standing in front of me is still alive, yeah? Uh, there's one to your right. This one? Those are not alive. That one? Oh. No. Ah, did they all move? Uh, well, some of them moved, and a bunch of them died. There are only two so. remaining zombies. Um. Okay, I'd like to fly straight at the tree over here. Okay. So I don't know. Yep. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40-ish. Where can I get to? Hang on, baby. 
Slash. Right. Oh, I gotta roll the thing too. Wanna Hang on. The game. The I can't help you quite yet, baby. Hang on just a second. Ah, mama! <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's so cool. Nice, a plus one AC. Ugh. What are the chances? That one's important. Yeah. Okay, so then. We're gonna just start slashing. Um. Okay. Uh. Uh. Go ahead and roll your damage. Those. Those hit. Go ahead and roll another d10 d10 for the crit. Okay. So that is uh, twenty-seven. <laughs> All right. You sink your axe into it. Its hide is thick and dense. It doesn't seem to be doing very much. It is quite durable, this tree. Just makes me matter. Yeah. Just yelling as I'm doing it. Ah! Honestly, it's your <laughs> Uh, so I'm still grappled? Uh, can I, like, slash the roots off of me so I can not be grappled? Um, I'm trying to break the grapple. You could try. It's a pretty thick root. It might be no, easier to just try to use, like, strength or dex and try to break its grappling. Um, I gotta right, go feed so. these babies. Uh, can somebody take over me? We got you. Yep. All right, Bye, guys. Hi. Bye. All right. Bonus action, giant smite. I become the size of large. Damn it. Was that enough to break it in and of itself? I don't see I didn't roll. I used oh. Giant's Knight to become the size of large. Uh, no, it can still grapple you. This thing is gargantuan.
But, uh, you know, you think you have advantage on, like, strength checks and stuff now, right? Yeah, except I rolled poo-poo. Well. You're still grappled, <laughs> but the tree can't do what it wanted to do. It, uh, it, you can tell that it, the tree kind of shifts its stance. Who's this unknown combatant? It's a tree. <laughs> That's weird. Is it? Well, they popped up over where the tree was. Earlier. No. And disappeared. Uh, Javid, it's your turn. Oh, that was the zombies. They're gone. I deleted it all. All of them? Yes, except for the two that are different type of zombie that are still there. Ah, okay, okay. Well, um, those uh, zombies need to not be there anymore, so we're going to try to kill them. So I will um, shoot one, like um, that one, and hope his belly bomb doesn't hurt my buddy, who's now a Big, big kitty. That it. All right. He is just barely staying. All right. Well, let's um, let's finish him off then, shall we? That's it for my turn. All right, you should make a whiz save, right? The tree is quite upset that it hath been cursed. The root grappling the large cat is going to drag you toward the wall. So does does the rope because I have oh, I have right. him tied to the rope so he couldn't get check. dragged. Alright, never mind, it doesn't drag him. Did not roll high enough to break the rope. Uh however See I got you. It's gonna make one root attack against Brian. 
it misses, and then it is going to make another read attack against Snow, who is in range. Which it definitely hits. You take nine bludgeoning damage as the root wraps itself around you. Uh, who, who does it have? Snow. Snow, okay. All right. You rope, right, Snow? The what? eye opens up once more yep. and sends a bolt of radiant energy across the room towards Demitari. I need, you, I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. Alright. You just... You slide to the side as this blast of, like, golden light just destroys the uh, stone you were standing upon. You still take 14 radiant damage. I need you to make a con save to maintain concentration. What is it? It's uh, 10 plus the damage dealt, I think. It's half the damage dealt, or 10, whichever's higher. Okay, so it would have been 10. You maintain concentration upon the tree. But you do take 14. Uh, Azrael, it's your... Okay, so I'm going to walk up to Snow, grab his rope out of his bag, tie the rope around him... And then walk back and tie the rope around the pillar. Why wouldn't you just blast the roof? <laughs> I'm just saying safety first. Just bite the root. Bite the root. Alright. You tie a very sloppy knot around the pillar. Sounds like a band name, Sloppy Knot. Sloppy Knot. I would listen to it. Alright, is that the end of your turn, Azrael? I think, I think that is. Yeah, that is. <laughs> Alright. Snow, it is your turn. How did the root have me? What? Did how did the root have me? Is it. It's grappling. You can still use your hands. Okay, well, I'm going to take out my tool sword and hack at the root. Okay. That didn't work. It does hit. Uh, I don't think you would have sneak attack damage. <laughs> I don't roll. That's okay. Hold on a second. No, because I insightful fighting the tree. That is true. I'm wrong. So you deal 8 damage to it. Or 16 damage, sorry. I always forget. Is this a one-handed or two-handed? Uh, there's no two-handed. for a short sword. Oh, that's right. Oh, I'm going to offhand claw attack it, too. Sure. That also... 
all you can do. You strip away some of the bark and cleave into it, and you can see that, like, flowing through the veins of this tree is the ichor that is flowing through the zombies. The zombie that is next to... Um, yeah, I guess he'll, he'll try to hit Conti. Oh, wrong button. Oh yeah, he'll certainly try. Uh, you would take three damage as one of the claws connects with you. Just, just a little scratch. Why are you picking on me? They're not very smart, and you're the biggest thing in the room. I mean, to right the tree it. might be offended Fun. that you said you knew so much about trees. It's clearly an aspen. Uh, and not a birch. And it's very upset about this. You guys don't know that. As far as you the know, it's a does. birch. Maybe he lied so well the tree is convinced. Demetari, it's your turn. I guess, um, I... I'm gonna actually move forward this time. And I am going to Firebolt Bot Twin Spell it, so then I am hitting each zombie that is in front of Onox. There's only one. The other one's dead? Yep. Oh, okay. Well, never mind. Not Twin Spell, but Firebolt anyway. That hit. It is still standing. Is there a thing where I can be on guard for the next route to come out? No? Like, bonus action is a quick, like, left, right, turn around, look back, look, and then, like, I'm done. Um, you could spend your action trying to dodge, but that's about, that's about it. Okay, well, I guess I'll just do it for theatrics. Okay. All right. It is Briar's turn. I assume she would chop some more, so go ahead and roll for it. You guys roll for Briar? Sure. I can roll for her if no one else. I can try. Alright. Wow. There okay, go. there you go. Crit again. Four. That would be 17. Yeah. Because she'd oh, be too I don't handed. think it's adding the rage. So that would be 19. Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry. 
Yeah, you're right. It was turned off. Um, she does have two attacks. Have so one more attack, attack. Yeah. Can I put the rage on that? Oh no, the rage wouldn't be. Whatever. You can rage on every attack, right? Yeah, there's a special thing that I was mixing up with my own barbarian that had only one attack, but rage is for each, so. So she would take 15, or the some, the tree would take 15 damage. Okay. The tree is starting to show its damage. There's an arrow sticking out of it. There's axe marks on it. It's looking fairly injured, um, but it definitely has some resolve. Onox, it is your turn. You're still grabappled. I guess I'm going to break Seg Grabeveled. Nice. Well, he can't roll high enough, so you just like rip the root off of yourself and drop to the ground on your feet. And there's still a zombie in front of me, right? Alright, I'll action surge and then punt him. Alright. You're still tied up, though. Don't forget. Roll for damage. zombie in front of you is still standing, but just barely. Near death. Uh, can I bonus action cut the rope, or is that going to require more than that? Mm. You could probably untie it. I mean... Maybe. But why do you want to untie the rope? It's the thing that's saving you. I'm not grappled anymore. Yeah, but you could be grappled again. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Don't cut it though. Just, just untie it. Cause it's my rope. Yeah, but you tied such a beautiful knot. Yeah, that's a big knot. That was, it was like a twenty-something knot. Oh, it was, a, it was a good <laughs> knot. It was a real good knot. All right, uh, Javita, your. All right. Well. Uh, Kick some aspen and shoot that tree right in the radiant eyeball. The tree jokes. The tree jokes are on point. <laughs> you did this, Liam. It's your fault. You're welcome. That does not hit. It just is deflected off of a thick sec of section of bark. All right. Well, I think I'm not going to be able to do sharpshooter, but for my second attack, I will do a straight thing. That hit. You went out all in there, Napato. <laughs> all right. Let me roll for this bestoke. All right. So the tree cannot act. However, the tree can 
do one of its things that it does that is not an action. Grow. Just for the pun that you've done there, Snow, the root that is grabbing you is going to pull, and it just, like, the knot pops open and unties. The rope goes slack. The tree root lifts you off the ground and pushes you into one of the openings, and it seals shut around you. The rest of you watch as snow disappears into one of the uh, thicker sections of the tree bark. You're no longer grabbed. You're now restrained. Oh, no. The tree ate him! All right. That is the end of the you work on your sense of humor. Well, um, so, uh, well, I, I, I know, or at least I think that the tree, that Snow's still alive and is probably going to take some of this damage, but, you know, um, I don't know what else to do, so I'm, I'm just going to um, do it anyways and cast Inflict Wounds. And I'm going to use my advantage, or my inspiration to have advantage. Does anybody have blight? This thing or... Blight. That hits. But he takes 20, or the tree takes 25 damage, unless Snow takes some of that too. Nope, Snow doesn't take any damage. Neither my dear. Okay. <laughs> that seems to have been very effective on the tree. It is now badly oh. injured. I'm gonna move back away from the tree just because I don't I don't like being this close to the tree. In fact, I, I'm gonna pick up my rope too just to yeah you know just put that in my bag just so it doesn't disappear. Well, which one? The one that was on snow? Uh, yeah. Well, that's snow's rope. I was talking about the one on Onyx. Oh, okay. is there a rope that's sticking out of the tree now? Yeah, there's just like a, like a little section of the the tree, like the little slit that you were shoved inside, and there's just a rope dangling. Oh, I thought it was the other way. I thought the rope was still outside, and it had fallen off of snow. Oh no, it's still that to me. The knot oh, on the pillar useful. came undone. Okay, that's useful. We, that's good. Come here, I might just like start pulling on the rope. <laughs> See what happens. All right. Mm. Climb up the the rope. And... Yeah. Well, it's the end of my turn. I, uh, I already did my stuff, so. But I will pick up my rope. The onyx um, discarded. All right. Uh, is that the end of your turn? Yes. All right. Can I move at all? All right, Snow, you take four radiant damage as the ichor flowing around you begins to kind of like flow over your skin and it burns to the touch. Oh, this is how the zombies are made, isn't it? They get sucked up into the tree and uh, the sack. I can't move. I'm going to extend my claws into the tree. Um, So you are. Okay, so you can't attack, but at disadvantage. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Start stabbing with the short sword. Okay. 
That does hit. Holy butts. God damn. From inside the tree, 26 damage. Just stabbed the shit out of it. And it's like, <laughs> you know, it's like the soft, meaty part of the tree. The rest of you are trying to hack through the bark. And you're just in the nice, squishy bits and just jabbing the shit Direct out of it. Direct to the sword. <laughs> My plan all along. Yep, everything's going according to plan for Snap. Uh... That last song is going to do with. He is just doing horrible, though. He's just like at your ankles, Onox, and you're kind of like dodging out of the way. And he's like hissing and like slashing at the air, and you're just like kind of stepping around him. Go away, kid, you bottomy. Yeah. Demetari, it's your. Would you consider the tree a creature? Yes. I'm gonna cast Wither and Bloom on it. The constitution constitution save. It says I kill um it says that non magical vegetation in the area withers, but I guess this is magical, but still it's it a creature, is, so it works. It is very magical, yes. You say that was a concept. Yeah. Also, um, because I am pointing it towards, like, you guys, Onox and Snow, um, which one of you is hurt? Oh, oh wait, you know that Onox. I don't, I don't have any hit dice. Snow, if you would like to spend hit dice, um, you can. And then you just add my spellcasting ability modifier, which is Which is what? Five. Is there any way to do the, the hit dice without hitting the short rest thing? Yes, you can. No, you have to hit the short, short rest. But you you can roll the dice without it. You, you have to hit the short rest thing though to access the hit dice. Well, it still does um, use an unspit hit dice, so it doesn't matter if you end up short resting or. Or not, because it's still going to come. modifier was? Five. me out. Never mind. Appreciate it. Alright, uh, how much damage was that? I didn't see you roll the damage.
That's embarrassing. Um. Tree is very badly injured. Alright, that's it for me. Alright. It is Briar's turn. I assume she smacks. Go ahead and roll. Yeah. She's good and mad. She's going to smack the heck out of it. It rolled three times. I'm just going to take the first two. So that would be... Uh, eight and twelve. So... Tw Is it dead? Nope. It is near death. Onyx is your. I'm gonna grab the rope that Snow's attached to and try to goink him out of there. <laughs> you can certainly try. You yank, and the tree like, tries to stay wrapped around him, but you just pull him free. It like, kind of cracks open, and uh, Snow, you come tumbling out of the opening that you had, the cavity you had found yourself in. Is it now cat-sized? Like, like, does it have a shape of... Okay. Can I, like, gack him out of there so hard I, like, catch him by his chest in my big-ass hand? And, like, put... Yeah, you just, like, you just, like, pull him out and just, like, grab him out of the air. Put him on the ground next to me. <laughs> Snow, you're no longer restrained. No, you're covered with uh, glowy yellow. Oh, yes. He's just head to toe drenched in the strange glowing light. All right. And then as my bonus action, I'll second wind. get four hit points back. Ooh. That's my turn. Javid, it is your turn. All right. The tree is this, uh, barely standing. Tree. Yeah. <laughs> this is a stand of trees. I'm going to try to put this tree out of our misery. Acorns. That hits. Roll damage. Not so much. Let's try again. That hits. A little bit harder. Little bit. Two arrows sink into the trunk of the tree. It kind of shudders and shakes. Yeah, I'm trying to uh, 
aim for that uh, where the eyeball appears and uh, see if I can knock some chips out of it. Oh no. Demtari, what's your whiz save? What's the save? Oh, 16. Well, the tree can take no action. Thank uh, you. Azrael, it is yeah. your turn. Well, given that it didn't seem to like the uh, inflict wounds last time, I'm going to do the same thing. Alright, how do you want to do this? Uh, okay, so can I just... It's like necrotic damage, so it's just like this black into like my veins start to turn black and my eyes start to turn black and you can just see these oozing necrotic damage as it just like fills up and it just kind of goes up the veins of the tree and then it just becomes this black, gooey, just narcotic and then it's nothing. All right. Place, placing your hand on, like, the tree, you guys watch as this, like, blackness stretches up each of the veins and the capillaries of it through its main trunk all the way across the room to the thickest portion near Briar. And it, like, kind of congeals inside of itself. The tree kind of, like, shudders and shakes for a second, and then it almost falls limp where it is, like, seated itself in the wall. Huge pores open up all across its surface. You can see there's about 10 or so of these cavities that suddenly open up, dropping from most of them these like half created zombies, these like dead bodies just plop onto the ground near it. Coming out of them, the ichor now is like congealed and like partially turned black from the necrotic energy. The tree is dead. How many of these partially made zombies popped out? And the one zombie that's still alive? There is one zombie that's still alive. I know he's near death. Can I just punt him back into the hole that I ripped snow out of? Sure. He only has one hit point left, so. It's not his turn. I just want to, like, soccer special this motherfucker right into the hole that I just ripped Snow out of. Alright, fine. Snow, standing on the ground next to you, just, like, looks over, sees the zombie, just, boom, kills it. <laughs> it's right as Onyx about to kick it, too. Like, Snow sees it and is like, oh, no, no. The arrow sticks into it, it kind of goes, like, slack for a second, and then, like, Onyx is like Shin catches it and just whoosh, sails it into the cavity that he pulled snow out of. Don't get hear my arrow. How many arrows did you shoot? And this is why I hate birch trees. You never said no. anything about that before. That's because we haven't come across them before. It's been mostly pine and aspen. 
So uh, is anyone able to determine what has caused the um, sap in this tree to to uh, make it do what it did to, to uh, create zombies and suck people up into it and kill them and so on and all of that? We Angel blood. Sense for well, what? that appears to be the main uh, trunk, so we can investigate around it. I mean, maybe this is the tomb of a day? Who knows? So the, but that, that's the angel main blood guy. is, is uh, yeah, that's that seems like a good point to to investigate. Just go poke it in the eye and that sort of thing. Yeah, this whole situation uh, has me pretty stumped. How me? blood get into a tree? Oh, when an angel and a tree love each other. Very, very much. Yeah, with the the little remaining time that I have as giant kitty, I would like to like cleave into the main trunk, see if I can't separate it out to see if there's anything inside of it. Okay. Alright. Uh, go ahead and give me an attack roll. While he's doing that, I'm gonna investigate around the room see if there's anything to find. All right. Go ahead and give me an investigate. Yes, no, you already gave me one. Six. Yeah. Not good. All right. I do want to open the sarcophagi. So there are a number of, uh, I think, reliquaries would be the correct term. around the room. Uh, little, like, dwarven statuettes and other things kind of set into tiny alcoves and other decorative things. Um, this is, from what you can tell, kind of a, a more ceremonial room than anything else. Mm -hmm. However, tucked up amongst them, you do find uh, a number of, like, ancient dwarven artifacts. A teacup, a small dwarven shield, a old and rusty longsword. Uh, a section of ancient dwarven scale mail. I think up words. It's made out of brass. Does does it look usable? If you would like to drink out of a brass teacup, you certainly can try. No, I was talking about the the, the scale mail. Oh, it's a small section, you know, it's enough to maybe cover. Like, you know, it's like a um. just like a. You can tell that it's been removed from the main portion of it. You know, it's okay. not a full piece of scale mail. It's like enough to cover a quarter of a chest, you know. It's not Is there any, like, like symbols on it? No, it's just ancient, you know, standard dwarven scale mail. 
and and all of the the old things here seem like they're um interesting um we don't have any with um identify to see if there are magic things maybe uh, or i mean the the um Magic things would be relatively intact, being the, the quality of things that, that uh, are required receive arcane energies. Uh, hey, Briar, can't you do that thing where you can, like, sense magic around you? Yeah, she has that detect magic thing. She has a lots of it. So yeah, let's let's uh, put use and see if we can walk around the room and, and see if there's anything that's um, magical, <clears throat> or if it's all old, corroded, rusty, rusty junk that falls apart when you try to pick it up. Also, do I get anything from the tree trunk? What you can tell is that the flow of the ichor is coming from below. It seems like the taproot of this section of the tree kind of descends down and is drawing it up from some source far below the tree. But there was no like... There's nothing there's, in the middle of it, no. It's, it's just, just it's, it looks pretty standard wood, just with like ichor that flows through it. It... Yes, definitely. It has been. It is probably was once a tree, and it has been warped by magic. We need to go deeper. All right. Anyone else searching? I don't know if you guys said you wanted to yes, do magic. I'll also um, join Snow in, in the investigation. I'm curious to see if anything to tell us either what this was for, or who was here, or why the the tree's gone funny and all of that. So I will investigate. As... No zero checks here. All right. I wanted to do an arcana check just to see kind of, you know, the tree itself, if it, I know it's the angel blood that's kind of causing it, but if there was anything else that was kind of, you know, kind of different about it. Um, in terms of the tree? Yeah. To, so, you can't tell from here exactly what it, it is. There's... It has been warped magically, but overall it's kind of hard to say. Um, it, 
looks like it's probably pretty old, you know, it's grown through this entire place. Um, but it definitely appears to have changed recently. The tree was probably just an old tree at some point, and you can tell by like the way some of the rocks have been disturbed um, that the trees suddenly got thicker within the last you know, pretty recent amount of time. Mm, so it started taking protein? Um, yes, it yeah. definitely was started taking uh, performance-enhancing drugs very recently. Uh, Javid, as, <laughs> as you search the room, you don't find anything super notable. You know, there's old pieces of dwarven refuse. Uh, you come across what appears to be like a small stick-figured um, person. Uh, pieces of loose coins, no more than about five gold pieces. That's about it. You said a six-figured person? No, like a little... Um, like a little, you know, doll made out of twigs type thing. You said like there a, were doors here, right? Child's toy or... Uh, Sorry, go ahead, Javi. Yeah, the the, uh, the the figure, figurine is like a um, child's toy or a voodoo doll. Make an arcana check. Could be a doll. I don't know. You don't know what kind of toys dwarves make. I'm going to go ahead and stick it in my pepper sack. Just for grins. One of the right. outer pockets. So, um... Sorry, Demetari, go ahead and say again. I thought that um, there was a couple doors in this room, right? There is a door on the far side, yep. I'm, I'm personally interested in that. But I'm not going to go in until everyone else is ready. Oh, uh, yeah, let's see. make sure everybody else is ready. Come I guess I'll go to the door and listen and see if I hear anything while I'm waiting. Give me a perception check. How far outside the city are we at this point? Maybe a day's travel. Maybe a little more. Oof. I say this is a good a good place to kind of pitch tent for the night. Yeah, yeah, I'm going on low on fumes. It's one, one, one door, like one way in and out of here. There are two doors. There's one on the far. There's one you came in, and there's one on the far side. Oof! I didn't see the far side door. What's out? What's out that door? You have not opened it yet. I'm going to open it. I'm in at the door listening. So you're going to push me aside, or? Oh, I thought you went back to the door we came in. 
No, why would I listen at the no? I'm, I'm at the new door. Bobby, Bobby. All right, Dimitari. There does not appear to be any noise in the room beyond. And because I see Onox sprinting my way, I guess I'll move out the door before I get knocked over. Kong Kitty goes through right. the doors. Yeah, I'd probably shrink by now. It only lasts a minute. Beyond it appears to be something between a uh, dwarven uh, room dedicated to Moradin and a, an ancient uh, room for receiving visitors. There do not appear to be any other ways in or out of this room. There are some dead tree roots. You want to rest here? Does the room smell bad? Um... There is probably a strange odor in this room. It gonna, is different than the other rooms you've been in so far. I'm gonna go ahead and uncork the eyes just to light up the space. Can I try to place the odor? Ditto. Sure. Then give me perception. Based on these old ancient ruins and whatnot, would there be hidden chambers or passageways into or out of this room since it's a receiving room? Absolutely. Not a question. All right. As All right, going, guys. The, the smell kind of reminds you of, like, an odd uh, stew. It kind of smells like mold and mushrooms and, and other things that have been like boiled almost um it's just a, a, a strange odor to it another thing that you note as well is that it almost smells like maybe tree bark that has been boiled uh, the tree in this room is dead this boiling like all of the stuff was just boiled Uh, Briar, did you catch that? Because I don't know that. Uh, what? Bark and mushrooms and mold just all boiled. Ah, gotcha. Why would they do that? Does it seem like somebody's making um, potions or herbal something here? Um, Maybe not in this room. It's kind of faint. You know, it requires a very precise nose in order to identify it. But it, does, like smell, it the... does kind of smell like, you know, someone might be making potions somewhere. Go around the room um, looking for uh, openings, gaps, doors, and the source of the uh, boiled mushroom scent. All right, go ahead and give me an investigation check. 
Hey guys, based on ancient dwarven architecture, there are definitely some passages out of the room. Start feeling around the stereotypical points. All right, go ahead and give me an investigation. Can I have an advantage since I know ancient dwarven structure? Absolutely. And as as a um, like presentation room, is there a, a dais or throne or? There is yes. Or... On the far end, there is sort of a throne. And um, looking at the the throne, does it seem like there it um, has got a. Uh, door behind it or uh... dwarven architecture is very well concealed they knowing that a door is there and opening a door that is there are two very distinct things when it comes to dwarven architecture what you guys can tell is that the odor is a lot more pungent along the furthest wall near the throne Snow, what you can tell is that there appears to be some kind of pressure plate mechanism along the furthest back right wall. Press here to open or It's kind of on a wall, yeah. It's like one of the sections of stone has that almost imperceptible gap indicating that it is separated from the rest of the stone around it. It seems like you could be and you get darts shot at you or something. We should, we should definitely mess with this after we're all rested up. Yeah, I think we'll probably be a little uh, better... Um, position to, to uh, investigate once we can uh, recover ourselves. Alright, so camp, set up watches, and then investigate in the morning. Yeah. Yeah, that's my vote. Yeah, that works. Let's uh, close the door bar it make sure that there aren't any other places somebody can come in holes from the ceiling pressure plates on the walls that sort of thing and then yeah uh, did the door open when i pushed on the pressure plate it did not there was a whir and a click and nothing happened Are you guys taking a long rest? Yeah, I think so. All right. I think we're going to camp here. Okay. So, uh, if we're camping here, then I think we'll go ahead and stop before we get to this to this long rest. Uh, good session, you guys. I had a lot of fun. And I will see you guys next Sunday. It was a good one.